Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to another fabulous episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean fluff mess screen, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in forever, for ah, however, <laughs> Jesus Christ, forever, forever. Uh, however, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me as always are my beloved four homies. Started mm-hmm. off with that dark lord of knowledge, that Chad Daddy, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Yeah. And we have him back. We didn't have him last week, but we have the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scubacaba, the host with the ghost, the Dean of the Deceased, Mr. Steven Vasquez. What's up, baby? Just so you know, I'm on a little bit of a delay. So if it takes me time to answer, you know. You're I'm good. You're good. Yeah, you're you're looking good. You're sounding good. Steve's on tablet right now, but he's at his mama bears. But we got him. That's all that matters. We don't have what's Bob up today. there, Heather, in the chat. Yeah, Bobby is not here, unfortunately. But we do have a video from Bob this week, so at least we get to see his pretty face a little later. And so thank you, Bob, for that. And of course, we also got our always our awesome Brody vid. I tried getting Brody on this week, but unfortunately couldn't. But still again, working. Send us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it happens. Understandable. But what's up, Gene? Welcome, Heather. How's it going, Gene? All right. If you guys could, as always, I'm going to ask politely if you could please share this. It would be fucking awesome. We would super appreciate that as we're going. We're going to share it ourselves. But yeah, man, if you guys could give us a hand, that would be awesome. Today is oh June 26, 2023. And well, we have a we have a dirty episode. It's very dirty, grimy, very sweaty. Gross. And sweat. wet. Sweat. Yeah, sweaty were... and wet. Sweaty. Hardcore, but, dude. But that sweet sweat. Yeah, oh, man. That was kind of... Oh, it starts sweet, but after... Mm. Yeah, but after like six hours, it's not sweet anymore. It's yeah, sour. Hey, I don't give a fuck. It's Jessica Biel. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You know what? We got some things to talk about her in this, and I definitely have my... Uh, say, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, <laughs> Brody, what is up, homie? Welcome aboard. Brody. But yeah, we are talking 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What's up, Robo? I would personally call it a reboot. Because yes. that's what I would say what it is. It's not a remake. It's a little bit more than that. We'll get talk of that semantics once we get there. But before we do all that, we're going to talk about what the fuck we did in this past weekend or week or whatever. Just how the hell we've been, pretty much. Thanks. So, Scuba Steve, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your That Mike did not like your high note no. by any means. But that's okay. It's still that no no no, we got it, but it's just it doesn't sound it was just like, oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't handle it, dude. And yes, Tyler, welcome aboard. We are talking about Jessica Beal. I like that's how that's what brought you out of the woodwork, sir. Awesome. <laughs> Jessica Beale, what's Beale going on? That's right. Oh, man. You know what? Uh, Chad Daddy, how the fuck have you been, homie? Mm-hmm, not too bad, you know. It seemed, I don't know why, but man, this just seemed like it was a really long weekend. Yeah? 
I just I see the drag on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it didn't do too much. You know, uh, Steph's friend Sarah and their daughters came over and spent some time with us Friday morning. The kids all played together, driving each other nuts. And then we turned around and did the same goddamn thing up at the in-laws on Saturday with the same people again. So we had a little get-together up there. The whole intent was to sit around, you know, for adults to play cards. That never happened. We just sat there and talked the whole time. Nice. What kind of cards were you planned on playing? Well, we had a couple of different games. Cards Against Humanity was, of course, one of them. Sometimes we just play, you know, poker, some kind of game, variation of that. But, you know, depends on our mood of the time. That's so, fair. Yeah. So we didn't do much there. Then came home and I got to watch Evil Dead Rise. It dropped on Max this weekend. Fuck yeah, dude. I did not, but I need to get on that train. I did like it, but I think I'm on the same boat as you, John. I think I liked one. Oh, you didn't see it in theaters, did you? No. no oh, that's just... right. Oh, so this is first time watch. First time viewing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. It's it's like, it... dude, if 2013 gives you that 100% full sizz, right? Like you get that full, fun, mm, you get mm-hmm. that nut and then some. And she still keeps going and you're like, ah, it's sensitive now. <laughs> <laughs> this one was like almost there but this was edging this was edging without this the, was yeah this was finish. a ru- this was kind of like the ruined orgasm like it was still there and you still got it but it's like i still have this like little bit of empty feeling that needs to get out <laughs> it was yeah it was good but it some couple things for one i did not like the look of the book in this one it looked like the fucking book from, from harry, harry potter? potter yes ah dude that's what i said which exactly I'm what it still like. I'm still cool with that, dude. I don't know. I was fine with that. It was all right, but I I saw that. That's that's all I could see was that fucking book of monsters. Honestly, though, this book did exactly what I expected the 2013 one to do, like which it still kind of did. Yeah. Remember when he like he 2013? That was like the one thing that pissed me off. He doesn't cut himself on the fucking barbed wire, but somehow he gets a fucking paper cut. That put no what paper cut. No, cut yourself on the barbed wire and then the whole book absorbs and then how it that's you know what I mean? Like I, I still like I actually liked how they did that in the new book. Sorry, anyways. That's right. But yeah, it was pretty good. Um and maybe it's just me. I thought the mom looked hotter as a deadite. Oh yeah. Yeah, because she did. Okay, that's so it's not you. Just, okay, thank God. No. I thought I was because we're, thinking that's that. because we're all sick, depraved motherfuckers. And uh don't mind that beating in the background. I'm pause this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, go on, bud. But yeah, like I said, it was good. Uh, I actually went a couple places I wasn't expecting it to as far as like, I mean, I don't really want to spoil too much, but it does kill some kids, which you don't yeah. get a lot of in movies. Uh, I mean, I figured... <laughs> I thought that was kind of a given going in. With it being this. Evil Dead, and there's only a certain number of people in the building to begin with. And the whole time I'm sitting there watching it, waiting for the beginning scene to pay off, because it just kind of didn't seem connected to it. And then, at the end, it did. Yeah. So that was... I'll watch it again. Yeah, it's a... It's a fun movie. Yeah. I got no I still, with it. I still feel like they really hit the isolation note of the Evil Dead. Like, yes. What, you know what I mean? Like, and this and this ties have. this ties in more with the original movie than with the uh, Evil Dead Two right? because they use the original name for the book and everything. But you yeah. actually got to know the secret before going in, before the rest of us did. So you got to appreciate it more. What secret? Of that, who's that extra voice on that tape? On that record? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You threw me for a second, huh? What? Sorry. Right? You were like, you were hoping for something else. You're like, wait, there's another sequel? Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Sorry, no. And Brody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you hate Harry Potter, dude. I like he, some of it. He know. hates it because the I like spiders. I like Harry Potter, but the Harry Potter from Troll. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, dude, I love the second Harry Potter, man. Like, really? The that's the one least that... liked one. Why? I don't know. People just hate Chamber of Secrets. Dude, it's got a giant fucking snake in it. It's got giant fucking sn- spiders, which is personally one of my giant, like, my biggest fears. So it's like, I don't know. I thought it was like a cool, f- like, because by the time it gets to that whole, like, Matrix fucking filtered overtone shit of, like, now we're going into the war. Somehow I tap out at that point. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Dude, I hate how I hate how bleached and whitewashed the later movies I are. Fucking that bothered the piss. It's, out everything of me. is Anyways. just so white. But here, we're not talking not here to talk about that. Um then let's see, what did we do yesterday? I don't think we did anything yesterday. So uh Scoobs, to you, brother. I have not done anything except enjoy my summer vacation. Yes, oh, that's right. On Thursday. Um and I've just been relaxing, man. I uh, was getting things ready. I'm at my mom's right now, but we're hitting the road back to Corpus in the morning because she's coming down for three weeks. So she's going to spend time with the baby, spend time with her sisters, of course, spend time with my kids as well. So hauled ass up here today, watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the way. Did you really? <laughs> That's awesome. What? I mean, what? What better way to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre than driving across Texas? Yeah, but is it like I, you said? Like most of these movies do not get the feeling of Texas, though, right? They they do. Like the, if we're gonna be like honest, if you're on East Texas. Like if you're East okay. Texas backroads, yes. But my mom lives West Texas, so it's not really. It's not that the same exactly. Element. But I mean, once again, but dude, Texas still, is as big as fucking Europe, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, of course, if you're driving to Dallas, the back roads through that, you know, going up to Dallas, you totally get that Texas Chainsaw Massacre two vibe. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like it. So yeah, I mean, honestly, that I'm jealous on that, dude. You definitely get that extra uh, setting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going and, on. you know, it, it's it's really cool, especially when you go by where they film this movie. Because the house is still there. Oh, no shit. And people actually live in the house, and it's fenced off, and you can't go to the house, and they get really mad if you try to go over the fence. Well, gee, I can't imagine why. I'm not going to say that I know from personal experience, <laughs> but I know from personal experience. That's like the uh, stories of the Amityville house, dude. They've like completely renovated the outside of the house, so it doesn't even look close to the same because they're sick of yeah. motherfuckers yeah. showing up. It's like, why would you buy that house? <laughs> why? You didn't do your research? Like, you should have did a little bit of research on that shit, dude. They probably did, but just didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Well, then that's on that. <laughs> Is this still for sale? Because it was yeah, for sale for like yeah. 1.5 mil. What? The Amityville? Yeah. Uh, last I knew, I thought people were living in it as of like 2019. But I, th- I think it's up for sale again. It's, it seems oh, every no few sure. years, I swear, it seems to go up for sale. Maybe that shit's legit, it's dude. Demons. That's right. <laughs> it's the paparazzi, dude. It's just people. It's just horror yeah, fucking it's showing up. I'm sick of that shit. I don't run a con. <laughs> I would be selling t-shirts out of that house. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Make it a museum. Mm-hmm. I'd be and making money off that shit. Let people do tours and shit. Of that. Right, dude. 
Make money off that shit, homie. Let it work for you. What I would do. Fucking A, dude. Gene said, uh, just be that's it, man. Now here. Fuck yeah, brother. Yeah. Oh, man. So let's see. What the fuck did I do? Oh, no. Uh, I'm having connection issues. Uh oh. Oh, really? It's, you're um, still coming clear on this end, buddy. Wait, what's the variant scoops up? Did you put that up? I didn't put that up. Anyways, so you know what? I actually watched. Uh, uh, I um, I finally watched Venom, and I have not. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's always one that I've been wanting to watch, but like. When I wanted to watch it a couple of years ago, my daughter was kind of at that weird age. Like, A, she censors herself, but B, she knows what scares her. So it was like, okay, that, w- but like now that she's nine and she's like starting to like, she's like, yeah, I can watch this, whatever. And it wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. I'm right, sad yeah. that everybody said that That's the same. second one kind of is not as good. But it's the not. first one, it's, like, it's, I, it's enjoyable, but. Yeah. I mean, just, I will it, say. It's hard to do Carnage without Spider Man. It's hard to even do Venom without Spider-Man. Like, they did it. It worked well enough. I will say, I I still miss the origins of the Venom suit on Spider-Man. And that's, you know what I mean? It makes more sense to me to get his, like, powers and all that other kind of shit. Um, And then, I don't know, man. Sony with their whole like let's turn every villain into a fucking anti-hero like okay it kind of worked for Venom I still like to me that's more Agent Venom you know what I mean like if you're going in the no 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 Venom no, I know like no, he's no, anti-hero for sure he was like, he was an anti-hero for the longest time and but uh, I'm saying and like, the same with Morbius that it's it, they didn't do it just for the movies they said it actually happened back in the nineties in the comics too but it's. I want pissed off Eddie Brock, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, like he pissed learns how, right? Like he, and then he, then he becomes the anti-hero. Like where this one, he doesn't like. He just seems good right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like he's not a bad guy by any means. He's not even anti-hero because technically not him. It's the symbiote doing any necessarily the bad bad things. Right. Overall, dude, I thought it was pretty solid. My I question, like, my question though, why is Tom Hardy always look just so? so- dirty and sweaty through the whole movie because he's um, British. well <laughs> i didn't think he did so much until he was infected and i thought it was supposed to look like because he was like essentially sick like he has a parasite on him or something that's how i took it as that's why he was always sweaty and shit um but no it was it was it was a pretty fun movie i i want to watch the second one but i don't know man I, I'm not. Sh- I'm still confused on that Morbius or not Morbius, but um, Craven. The Craven, dude. I don't know. Like this whole Spider Verse without Spider Man is just so. It's like uh, it's setting it up for failure. Yeah, it's just a very yeah, thing. dude. Unless you really intro, unless you're about to drop in, um, fucking Amazing Spider Man at the end of the shit, dude, and just like a good fucking tie up when you're like, okay, alrighty, here we go. And obviously, it would be that universe. So, assumedly. Other than that, man. We can hope, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I would hope. I would like to see Garfield back suited up again, dude. Like, he's, Same. he's great. So, second one was disappointing. Uh, I, I remember you saying that, Brody. And like I said, I 
I already, unfortunately, like it sucks kind of knowing going into that, but it, maybe it will help too. Cause I'm like, all just right, just going with low expectations. Yeah. yeah. Like Venom was Mortal Kombat, Carnage is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not as bad. I don't know. Not as bad, but I can see where you're getting. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Annihilation is a, is one of those dirty ones where I will watch it religiously regardless, even though it's terrible. Like I know it's terrible. I honestly, I like the Sonya Blade that was in Annihilation better. She was way. I hate to say this, dude, but she was, man. And it was, Mm -hmm. it might have been with the whole her and Melina in the mud scene that might have affected my thoughts on that, too. (laughs) That could be. But Scoob's reminiscing right now. (laughs) But, anyways. I am. am. No, dude, then I played a bunch more fucking MK11 because I can't put that shit fucking down. And that's about it man i had a really chill fucking didn't do shit this weekend which is fine because my last few weekends have been busy as fuck so Gene says you I, don't like meredith from last action here i liked her but i, I just like the other son she she to me looked like she was more ripped out of the games version yeah. of sonya yes for me she might have been a little bit too. more b grade of an actor totally understand that but for looks wise Oh man, dude! I can't wait till we can talk to get to nerd news and talk about all the shit that's dropped for the fucking new one. But anyways, <laughs> we'll do that at the end of this. I'm ready to talk this movie, which Let's is 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, whose pick is this? Guilty. You want to do plot? I would be delighted. By all means, sir, and then I'll take over your spots. Right. So today we are talking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, released October 17th, 2003. Driving through the backwoods of Texas, five youths pick up a traumatized hitchhiker who shoots herself in their van. Shaken by the suicide, the group seeks help from the locals, but the situation becomes even more surreal when they knock on the door of a remote homestead. It's quickly apparent the residents are a family of inbred psychopaths, and the unlucky youths suddenly find themselves running for their lives. In hot pursuit is a disfigured chainsaw-wielding cannibal known as Leatherface. Directed by Marcus Nispo, Friday the 13th, and Conan the Barbarian, both remakes. You know what? I like that Conan remake, dude. I've never seen it. I have it on Blu-ray, that and I know fun. I know it's um, fucking Aquaman there. What the hell is his name? I'm brain farting. Jesus Momoa. Yeah. Momoa. He shits on that movie. I don't know why. Like, he, maybe he thought, like, it didn't pump him up enough, dude. I fucking loved it, man. Like, I thought it was an awesome Conan movie. Dude, you're talking to the guy that loves Masters of the Universe, and that's a terrible movie. It's terrible oh, and, like, fun. yeah, it's, yeah. but it's good terrible. That's the difference. Like Greasy nachos, baby. Greasy nachos. Right, like, yeah, you know the end result, but goddamn, it's, 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 not, it's <laughs> not about the end result. It's about the journey to it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that tasty indeed. journey. Yes. So, written fun. by Scott Kozar. The Amityville Horror and The Crazies, also both remakes. No shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> Remake heaven. Remake heaven. Produced by the great Michael Bay, Transformers, The Purge, and Mike Fleiss, Hostel, and Shark Knight. Uh, who would like to take Bobby's part? I Scuba Steve. Bobby's part. All right. Bye. Jessica, starring Jessica Biel, <laughs> Blade Trinity, I know <laughs> as Aaron. <laughs> I love Jonathan that you played Trinity, dude. If I had to. <laughs> the Ruins Pulse as Morgan. Erica Lurshin, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, Wrong Turn 2, Dead End as Pepper. 
Mike Vogel, Cloverfield, the sisterhood of the traveling pants as Andy. What the fuck? I was really hoping Bobby Beyond because I really wanted that to throw him off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Balfour, Dino Shark, and Skyline as Kemper. Andrew Bernarski, Street Fighter, Hudson Hawk as Thomas Hewitt. Arlie oh, Arvison, baby. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Which Street Fighter? OG Street Fighter? OG Street Fighter. What the fuck was he in OG Street Fighter? Zangief. Oh. He was? Wow, and nobody asked for autographs on that one, dude. Everybody (laughs) asked for fucking Leatherface, man. (laughs) No shit. Oh, my God, Mr. Gallo. What's up? Oh, was that your sister? Was that your sister? Oh, it is your sister. Hi, sis. It's all good. We no, it's fine. Right? I love it. <laughs> Homie, you're at your ma's house and there's always a bunch of family there. So dude, dude, we love your family, so don't ever apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Never, dude. But anyways. Alright, what was that? Oh yeah. Arlie, Arlie. Arlie Toy Story as Sheriff Hoyt. <laughs> David Dorfman, the ring, drove it Taylor as Jedediah. Laura German, Chicago Fire, Lucifer as Teenage Girl. Terrence Evans, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Terminator 2, Judgment Day as Old Monty. Marietta. Was he in Terminator 2? He was just like the truck driver in the one scene. Oh, did you see that Terminator 2 got ranked top of all time action movies? Action movies, yeah. That was was ranked by IGN. Dude, they put fucking Mad Max Fury Road at like number three. Listen. A, I haven't seen that, but I'm at least okay that the fact that they have Aliens and Predator and Terminator 2 in the top 10. Yeah, but that's Fury, all. That's my Fury biggest. Road, like, Fury Road is not a better movie than Predator. I'm sorry. I, I, I feel Predator ranking was pretty low on that. It was no, very seven, low. Seven out of top 10? Get out of here. That's top five easily, bro. I mean, yeah, no doubt. Die Hard, I would agree with two. Yeah, easily. But anyway, sorry, Scoop. Marietta, Marietta Marich, Rushmore, Children of the Corn, The Gathering as Luda May. Heather Kafka, Where the Heart Is, Friday Night Lights as Henrietta. And the body count total for this movie is eight. Not a lot, but not, but we've had less. So yep. not too bad. We almost get the whole cast gone. So just about. Good. All right. Right, Music by Steve Jabroni, Jablowski, <laughs> from Transformers and Friday the 13th. I'm assuming that's uh, 20, 2009 there, buddy, right? Yes. All right. I like that all they did all these reboots, but all these reboots were after the fact of this. So This led all right. to all the reboots, pretty much. Fucking right, dude. This opened up a door. Oh, yeah. Cinematography by Daniel Pearl, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because you have it uh, separated there. Mm-hmm. I should notice that. And Amazon Women of the Moon. Tell me more. <laughs> Dude, have you, if you've never seen it, go watch Amazon Women of the Moon. You can ask my buddy Gene. We both watched it a couple times. It's fucking hilarious. It's like half the cast of In Living Color. Okay. It's like David Allen Greer, even, The Wayans. It is I've never even shit. heard of it. So it's just I'm a bunch of little skits all strewn together, but my God, is it funny. All right. Uh, edited by Gwen Scattlebury, Con Air, and Joyride. Effects and makeup by Greg Nicotero. Hmm. 
Never heard of that name before. <laughs> Distributed by New Line Cinema. Runtime of 98 Minutos. Rating of R. Budget 9.5 mil. Grossed 107.5 million. Yeah. Damn. They made their fucking money tenfold. They made serious bank. Holy shit, dude. And that right there explains the door opening of reboot culture hardcore in the 2000s. And I would say muddy grab. And this is and this is probably the most successful out of all of them. Oh, easily. Because I don't even think Friday the 13th made as much as this did. Which Friday 13th, I feel like was probably the second one out of that. Like Nightmare Tanked. My Bloody Valentine was also evil. Evil Dead, I feel, was actually almost a little bit later, so it was just yeah. Out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Evil Dead, even though that was only four years after Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but it still feels like so far away. It does feel in it's, comparison, and, and it, it's the styles are completely and different too. That too, like it does. That doesn't feel like how the rest of these had that yeah, weird because reboot feel to it. And a lot of these remakes were all done by Platinum Dunes, so. That's Correct. why they all have the kind of same feel and the same look to them. Uh, Gene says the remake of the crazy. We did remake of the crazies, didn't we? I know we did the OG. Yeah, I thought we, we did, did both. Remake. See, now, Gene, I don't know if you remember that episode. Most of it was good, but fuck that ending, dude. Because you're not driving away from a fucking nuke in a semi. <laughs> fuck that piece of shit ending. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I knew you were going to bring that up. As I don't care. It makes me that. mad every yeah, me too. fucking time. Because I'm like, no. Just kill him off at that fucking point. Like, or have something better than that. Like, have him fly a fucking plane and out or something. the remake had a far better scene. The one scene in the original was way better than any scene in the remake. The, mo- the, late- the sweep- sweeping of the fucking <laughs> sweep right? Grass. Yeah, dude. That's legit crazy <laughs> shit right there, man. Oh, uh, fucking A. But all right, let's discuss this thing, dude. So clearly, this is not our first time no. seeing this motherfucker. No. I will say it no, has no, been... No. A couple years since I have watched it, though. Same, same. I'd like say it's I, been it's been probably close to ten years since I've seen it. Maybe I want to say I had it on last year when I was making costumes, but it was background noise. I wasn't really paying attention. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, I would look at yeah. a scene, but I wasn't really like. I had no like. It was just like nope, costume. Um. Okay. First and foremost, I'm gonna say, dude, when I first saw this movie, I absolutely fucking loved it. I was like, oh, hey, fuck too. yeah, dude. And I enjoyed the original, but I was always a little bored with it for some reason when I was younger. And I think, obviously, over time, my tastes have changed where now I love the original. Dude. Oh, like, I will watch it any fucking time somebody wants to put that shit on Same. because there's just so much more I personally get out of it. Now, with me saying that, I feel uh, got a, a scotch of a latency, but not bad, homie. Um, I will say having it's either maybe just been doing this podcast for as long as we have or whatever. Like I said, I haven't really watched watch this movie. Unfortunately, it doesn't hold up for me as well as I thought it did. I would agree. I mean, I, I still love this movie. I still have fun. With I it, still but I think, enjoy it. I think I've seen it enough times that I can sit there and I can look at that and I can look up something on my phone and not miss anything. We have gotten better yeah. Texas Chainsaw movies. Well, since. And that's what I was going to say. Maybe it, that's it, what it, it is. Because we got better shit. We did. I would even I would I would say Texas Chainsaw 3D is a little better than this. 
I love 3D, dude. So it was really take, a, take, take out some of the shitty little stuff in it for sure. Uh, yeah, a couple lines of dialogue, the the modern phones, because you know our buddy Adam Marcus wrote it, and that stuff wasn't originally in it. Mm-hmm. And his right. original his original ending would have been so much better than what we got. But I really did enjoy that one a little yeah, more than you, this. If you want to catch the Adam Marcus interview, go back to old Gordon Moore when uh, Bossman interviewed him. And he talks all about that shit, dude. And it's yeah, fuck, and cl- it's insane. Clear, clear what he time off to your do. schedule because it is two hours almost. I yeah, think. but it's such and a Adam, good one, dude. It's, it's, it's great. It's, worth it's it. great. It's just it literally made me story. mad when you hear what he wanted to do and we didn't get it. And you're like, Same. what the fuck, dude? Yep. But oh man, so like, and definitely the newer one that came out on Netflix last year was better than well. This, I'm I, a I'll, huge fan. I'll of die on that hill because I yeah. love that one. Twenty two was just. 22 is a full popcorn movie, and I feel like it knows it's a popcorn movie, so it yeah. doesn't care as much. And I'm still not going to say that's even a perfect movie, because there's no. still some scenes where I'm just like, eh. Like, fuck it. You didn't need What's-Her-Name to repri- come back as a legacy. No, character. she didn't need no, You didn't she need was useless at all, dude. The only thing she did was give that other girl a gun, which she could have easily found anywhere fucking else. Yes. So, yep. that being said... Yeah, we gotta this get back movie? to this because we're talking about no. better Texas Chainsaw. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. This with this one, I've always liked it. I liked the grittiness, mm-hmm. but for some reason now the grittiness I'm not so much into, and I don't know why. I don't know if it because it feels a little too forced, maybe. Where like no, and okay, and I'm only saying this because like I'm personally, and I know it's a really easy aesthetic to use, but I'm over the whole like broken up baby dolls fucking nailed on shit to look just to look weird that's just to look creepy yeah yeah like and we get so many random still shots of that shit in this movie where i'm like and granted i did it like the little kid it was the little kids area so that's kind of i figured maybe that's why he, he was doing it whatever but if you take it to like the original all it is is like animal skulls and shit mm-hmm. but it's just yeah. a weird that on that red fucking wall and you know what i mean like you could have just stuck with that. You didn't have to like add that baby doll bullshit. So yeah, you know what? I gotta post that because Brody, I will fucking die with that hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, so besides that, I fucking I ended up actually hating Jessica Beale throughout this movie. She is a terrible fucking character. She she's was. literally the worst. She's the reason that all of this shit fucking happens. She's a terrible yeah. final girl. She makes terrible decisions with every fuck. She's not a smart final girl by any fucking means. No. And I understand her character is trying to come from a morality aspect of like, oh, you need to do this because it's good. However, how much good are you going to do by still putting yourself into a shit fucking situation that you have no, con- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I don't know about y'all, but I don't like to be not fully out of control by any fucking means like that. Sometimes, sure, but not in a situation like that. You know what I mean? Okay, like, so, here's so much many. control I love having. I was tired as fuck driving seven and a half hours. We had like an hour left, and Mel was like, I'll drive. No, no, You're no. Like, nah. I'm good. I got this. I got this. <laughs> yep. Granted, I trust her, but I know I'm not going to kill myself. I don't know that she's not going to kill me while she's driving. So. I like to have control of shit. And once that control's gone, bye, Felicia, my ass would have been gone. Yeah. So, like, this is my list of red... Okay, first of all, 
obviously everybody knows not to really pick up a hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't really a hitchhiker. Well, I, I've i done it. I have done it, which I've gotten shit for from my wife. But I'm also a really big dude, and I also I don't have a gun in my car, but I do have a weapon at the ready. You know what I mean? So I'm not, like, completely mismanaged on that. And obviously, I'm going to read the situation. Wow, that was a big thunderclap. Um, if you guys hear that, that was fucking loud as shit. But like, even in this situation, okay, they pick her up. She blows her brains out because they're going the direct. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say that happens. I understand you want to stop and get to the phone, but that's where me, I'm like, no, we're just driving straight to the sheriff's station. Mm-hmm. Like, the- fuck anything else. We're going right to the police station so we could show them this shit and be right there. Like, hands hands down, that would you know what I mean? That would have been right there. Secondly, okay, let's do the phone thing. I'm not going to some random ass mill and waiting around for hours on end. My ass was with the curly haired dude the whole time. I'm like, nope, dump her body at this point, man. Like, yeah. I know it's a terrible fucking thing, but it's like clearly nobody gives a shit and there's some weird shit going down like the fact that the sheriffs aren't right on their way you know what i mean like yeah no and i would have cleaned the van and been gone yeah i i it sounds terrible but it's like i don't know and, but you know what i and i guess it's because we're we're seasoned watching these movies you know what i mean and it's like okay we feel like we're in a weird position we know the eggs. Granted, they don't know they're in a horror movie. I understand that, but I'm saying like their dude with the dude with the glasses. What the hell is his name? Uh, Morgan. 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 I I I understand they were trying to play him as the dick. No, I was 100 percent with oh, that yeah. dude. Every time he said anything, I was like, no. Yep. Oh yeah, he that, knew. He knew what was going on. Even with the weed, that was my first thought. I'm like, oh shit, man, they got all that fucking weed. Like, we ain't talking now times where it's like, yeah, whatever, you're going to get a slap. I'm talking fucking, what, 73 this was? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, mm. but I don't know, man. I feel like Jessica Beale, she just, she was super, she, like I said, I never saw her as annoying in this, but watching it this time, she annoyed the piss out of me, dude. It was it's like, like just, it's like we've seen better finer girls since then. And especially oh, yeah. with just franchise alone. Cause like like I said, like she's not doing anything to like try to help her friends at all. She's just doing it from a moral standpoint of herself. But she also like I don't know if she really gaslights her boyfriend, but you know what I mean? Like she influenced her boyfriend to act certain ways and everything because he's trying to impress her. He wants to marry her, obviously, all that other shit. But you know if she wasn't there and it was just them three dudes when it came down to the vote of dumping the body, that motherfucker would have been all in because he was already oh, yeah. there, oh, but no she doubt. was giving him that fucking look. And I was like, oh, dude, that's bullshit, man. Don't let I guess, And I love that the girls were like, oh, you pigs. It's like, listen, you're just not, you just don't want to make that decision, which is fine, but I gladly will. Fuck this shit. We're out. Because <laughs> you're, you, it, like you said, it's a situation you can't control. You have no control in, and you mm-hmm. can't, who, who's going to sit there and wait for hours for a sheriff who's just up the road and is very obviously just taking his time, pissing around. And uh, you know, you don't know this person. You don't fucking owe them anything. Fuck it. Dump the body and be gone. Because there's right. o- otherwise, there's a good chance it's going to fall back on you, and you you're going to be held responsible for it. If you were cunty enough to kill yourself in my vehicle, 
I'm gonna be dick enough to dump your body on the side of the road and say peace. Yeah, dude, like hell yeah, buddy. You know what? Even best case scenario, they could have dumped that body at the gas station. Yeah. And I all and like I almost think like she kind of gave him that option because she just says, You do what you gotta do, or you know what I mean? Like she didn't say that exact line, but it was something along those lines of like, you know, you make your decision. But yeah, dude, I would have almost been like, yo, there's a bench right over there. Let's just go prop her up. <laughs> Sheriff can come get her. Right. All right. So somebody, who asked it? Was it Tyler? Tyler said, I'm just going to pop that right up here so we all can see this. Uh, him and Heather had a conversation about where the chick shoots herself and fucks her side in the gun. You know she was in that gun. It was, it was, it was yeah. You can even tell that because the uh, the sheriff he was feeling around, he was feeling around down there. Oh, she's a little wet down here. What are you boys doing with her? Oh man. Okay. Here's the thing that's the cool part about this movie, but it's also the flip of the script. Somehow, R. Lee is scarier than fucking Leatherface. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's crazier. Like you expect Leatherface <clears throat> to do Leatherface shit. <clears throat> right. This I would say. Like, out of left field. Leatherface is more a sympathetic character in this than anything. Because you see the scene where he's just like sitting there. He's like, he's traumatized by what his family has put through. Yeah. He's just sitting there in a corner, like whimpering, basically. I mean, you get that in the original one, too, when he's like having his freak. I feel like he's a little bit more. I think he's more sympathetic personally in the first one, in the original. That's just me. Than this. And maybe it's just because his aesthetic in this one and everything, like, is just way more monstrous. But you're right. Like, you, I mean, you get his backstory kind of quick that he's got a skin degenerative disease and all this other stuff. So, yeah, like, the dude's had been, had a fucked life. And obviously, grandma runs the show. I would say grandma runs this show for sure, right? Oh, without like, a doubt. So, what is it? Is it grandma and grandpa? And then everybody else is their kids, right? Is that how I'm taking it? Or is it bigger than that? Because Arlie Emery I, calls her calls, calls her grandma mama. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so him and um Leatherface are obviously brothers. And I'm assuming the old man is just is grandpa. Like he's a younger version of grandpa. Probably. But uh, TJ wants to know our thoughts on Ferengi women wearing clothes. Nope, they're not allowed. <laughs> it's a it's a Star Trek thing. Oh, Frankie I was women. like, I've heard <laughs> that, but I have no idea. But I'll I'll go with Chad Daddy. Yes. <laughs> nope. Was not he an un- Wait, he was an uncle. I didn't know if he was an uncle or a grandpa. I thought he was an uncle. I think he's, he's an uncle. uncle. Okay. So then, so then he must be he must be Arlie's brother. I'm guessing. So they're all. Wait, wait, wait. I I think it's more explained in this in the the prequel though. It might be the beginning. It's, yeah, mean, it's been a while since I've seen. Oh, hi there. But then we I also see. get like that. Uh, hello. Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> hello. But we also get that weird trailer with the two ladies in it that obviously have the stolen baby. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, okay. So let's let's, let's talk about playing? let's talk about that for a second. How did she come to the conclusion that the baby was stolen? Like that's um, an awful big jump for her to make. Okay, so in. One of the scenes that I I feel doesn't need to be in this movie, but unfortunately it kind of does to explain what you just asked right there, is the whole scene where they're looking around in the car junkyard 
okay. nothing. Okay, I want to talk about that too, because how did he just happen to reach inside that right. hole and find that particular jar, whatever the hell that jar, whatever, with the picture of the hitchhiker they just had in their car? Correct. That's what I'm saying. That whole scene, I hate. Right, it is. That's all it is. Well, it it is and it isn't because I feel like the little kid was trying to help them out because obviously he tried to come in at the end and help her too, right? So I figured he was the one that set the horn with the stick. So maybe he placed that in there. Okay. Which is fine. But other than just finding that photo, that whole scene just kind of seems for not because they're like, yo, we got to go find Kemper. Hey, that horn's over there. And then they just like fart around there for 20 fucking minutes. They're like, oh, yeah. We gotta go find Camper. That was and like a whole. That was like a you video I mean? game. That was like a video game side quest, right there. It was. They were scene. like, "Oh, what's this horn over yeah. here? Let's go see this." <laughs> you found a photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's like Resident Evil, where you're walking past something and you see it shimmering off to the side. Right. That's all I figured. Like he looked in, he saw a little bit of a shimmer. He's like, "Ooh, what's that?" But without that photo, you know what I mean? They and somehow they had two miraculous like they had just her face they're like oh that's definitely her and then they flipped around and it's her family photo which i mean maybe they just kept a photo book with them and then they got ransacked obviously when they got kidnapped or whatever could be but like i said like i feel like you could have had that somewhere else besides just that scene i guess but that's the only way i could tell that she would know you know what i mean like she saw that family and they were like which i think that girl that was walking i think that was the mother i would assume i I, yeah i would assume but it could we could could, i'm not entirely sure you know who we don't even know how long she was held captive by the family it it, she could have been you know raped in captivity and that could be theirs we have no idea i feel like it's a complete it's always in a cycle like in the movie dolls Like you literally, you see one group like escape, and then you oh, see no, another that, one roll up. And I guess if the baby's in the picture, if the baby's in the picture, then I what I said that. made no sense. So, what? I mean, all, like I said, even though I've kind of shed on this movie a little bit, I still it's still entertaining. You it know is. what I mean? Like one hundred percent. I like how they went with the ending, so they were almost just like, "Yep, we're not doing a sequel." Even that, though they I, did, I would just they did a prequel. I would disagree. I, I hated that part. I hated what they did. Okay. It's been 20 years. We could talk about it. Jessica Biel chops off Leatherface's fucking arm with a meat cleaver. Yeah, she does. And they shoot themselves in the foot for any p- future potential sequels, which is why they went with a prequel. Correct. It was, it was, it was like beginning. two years later. Yeah. And that was, yeah. that's still a pretty solid Texas chainsaw film. My only issue with that one is, um, the main girl from that was this, uh, what's her name from Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. She literally is wearing Jessica Beale's outfit the whole fucking time, which is very confusing if you watch yeah. them back to back. Because I'm like, why? I'm like, they couldn't have given her a different shirt or something. Like, I get jeans. Like, jeans are jeans. But you didn't have to put her right in a, another. It's another brunette chick in a white wife beater and fucking tight blue jeans. So it's like. It's, maybe they didn't. Maybe, maybe they just, that was the, the style. For the I get hair. the aesthetic. Sure. But like you could have gave her a different tank top color or something. You know what I mean? Like give her a black one. Anything, dude. But how but, would you know. you know they're sweaty if they weren't wearing a white one? 
I mean, you could tell everybody's sweaty just by the amount of shit they fucking glisten over. Like, everybody looks like The Rock from Fast and Furious in this, <laughs> they dude. They're just fucking glistening. At least while they're in the oh van, God. I could understand, because there was no air conditioning. They barely had any windows down in that van. Right. That I could see. Man, the whole movie, there's just, like, glistening. And, and the basement was just, it wasn't damp. It was flat out fucking wet. Speaking of damp. I, I bet you that van smelled horrible. Oh, beforehand, even. Well, they were smoking doobies. Yeah. Been fine, man. Um, I I want to talk about something else that's super wet. The basement. Why? Right? The that's fuck what I'm talking is about. The basement's so wet. Why? First of all, I imagine, and this is just me. So we're talking '73. This is out in the middle of bumfuck Texas. There's nothing around. They don't have city water lines running to this house. They're running no. well water. He's losing all his fucking <laughs> well water just dumping the. Sh- like, I mean, maybe they got some just shitty fucking pipes, but god damn, dude. It wasn't even, like, slowly dripping. It was, no. like, pouring from the ceiling. When it, Jessica Biel got down there, she was, like, sloshing around in water, like, that deep. Right. Like, it was just like, oh, It's just so gross. It smells so bad down there, dude. Oh, it wouldn't smell bad just from that. There was all sorts of decayed bodies down there, too. That's what I'm saying, man. It would just smell like decaying mold. It would just, ugh. And shit. And piss. Poop, yep. I did I did like the random fat gingered head dude on the table. You know, know who why. that is. Who? That looks really familiar. And I ha- tried that's to... that's Harry Knowles. He used to run ain'tacoolnews.com. Okay. He was also oh, he was also in the faculty. He was the one um he was the one teacher that um fucking Selma Hayek she was like bandaging up his hand in one scene. Hmm. Like it was oh, a real shit. quick but yeah, that's who that is. Because I'm like, dude, like, they, they show it on his face so enough, and I'm like, I feel like I should know who that is, because, like, he looks familiar. Yeah, back then, Ain't like Cool News in guy. 2003, like, late 90s, early 2000s, was, like, the, the source I do remember of that, any yeah. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking all right, dude. Solid knowledge on that, man. All right, so let's see. We talked sweaty people, leaky basements. Shitty final girls. Smelly basements. Um, dude. Shitty we, but sexy final girl. Listen, sexy as hell, dude. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, Scoobs, by any fucking means. I'd be biting that ass. I, 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 I. Although, I think the other girl was cute as fuck, too. Personally. I, I'm, she I, was. She was. I liked her better a little bit. And honestly, she seemed a little dirtier, which seems my, more my speed and personality. <laughs> so. Jessica Biel just seems a little fucking, like... High strung. She's, yeah, she's, she's a little, a little too strung. prima donna in this bullshit. Yeah, like, no, settle the fuck down. The other girl, she'd be down for anything. Because I was really like, I would have still smoked that weed in front of her. I'm like, I don't know shit. <laughs> um, but no, I wanted to go back to Arlie Emery, dude, because that motherfucker, A, he knows how to act. Mm-hmm. Like, but God, even when he's nice, though, it's just that his tone of voice, like, I don't know how he does it, man, but he just makes you feel like he's about to fuck your shit up regardless, dude. Like, it's I I understand it's the drill sergeant in him. You know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. that natural. But ah, oh, dude, he just plays so much. Like the hitchhiker in the first one, or the hit, what, the hitcher actually, right? That's more of his. What's the, in the original? Is it, it was hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. Okay, yeah. sorry. Like obviously he played crazy, really well in that too. But like it was obviously a different degree. Our Lee's man is just. I feel like I would deal with leather. I would rather deal with Leatherface the whole fucking time than dealing with his ass. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
because I don't know, man. He's just fucked. He's like he's like a he's like a feral animal that you don't know what they're gonna do. Especially when you watch the prequel. Yeah. And yeah. that explains that much more shit, and you're like, wow, dude. You're like, he fucking spoiler alert, he stole that fucking cop car and Yeah, he wasn't even the actual him. sheriff. He killed like, the sheriff. Which you kind of figure in this one, but they like the fact that you actually get the explanation of it in the in the prequel it's just oh man it's so fucked so i will say one of the coolest scenes still a little questionable just if you think about it but is the clothesline leg chainsaw scene (laughs) which is possibly one of the goriest scenes i would think in this movie because honestly a lot of the kills get cut away which is surprising for as like gory and dirty as this movie seems like it feels like but man, that when they're running in those clotheslines, it feels like they're running for fucking like yards of clotheslines. But then when you look at it after he chops his leg off and carries it, it's like three clotheslines. <laughs> so they were just running in a fucking circle in there, basically. And then it's funny how you mentioned how lacking and gore some of the kills are in this, because this this is right around the same time as like the Hills Have Eyes movies. And those movies were super gory. But like I said, like, dude, you got the leg cut off and you got some other gory shit. But then, like, when he chainsaws the the redheaded girl, you don't see that. You know what I mean? Like, you just see him stab it in the ground and And you you get the boyfriend face. There was a gorier version of that. that They get get cut. Which, if you're gonna go with, and I granted, this is 20 fucking years ago, so times have changed. We've gotten even a little bit more lax with our shit now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we heard we heard the little yips. It was all good. Excuse. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. Is there anything that you boys wanted to bring up? I feel like I've been talking way too much, dude. And if not, we could bring in Bob and then DKB and see what they have to say. I want to hear from Bobby only because I feel like you've hit everything on the head with everything that I wanted to say. Okay. Um, other than... I mean, the, the, really, the only like other thing that I want to say about this movie is that um, Jessica Biel's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, she I, is. I especially love the scenes of her running. Yes, indeed. Very bouncy. In the, ra- in the rain. In the rain. No, it, it's... And you know what? I like the meatpacking plant. I like the meatpacking plant. I thought that was a cool... That was a very cool scene. Well, even just the out- the exterior of it, dude, looked awesome. Like mm-hmm. I love those shots of it. And obviously that comes back into play way more in the beginning, which is cool because now this whole like area makes more sense when you watch them together. Uh, yeah, Tyler, thank you. Feathers, feathers were literally just flying up as the redhead got killed. So Scoob's no problem, buddy. We got this shit. We got this, buddy. Um, oh, he might miss Bob. Well, you know what? We'll catch him up with what Bob says. So yeah, I mean, we can. Yeah. All right. Good morning, boys. It is early Monday morning, and I will not Evening. be on this episode of Gore. Why do I not today, see a video? But I'm going to give you a short. You see a black screen though. Do you hear him? I hear him. The video is playing. You don't see it though. No. Gorehounds in the chat. Do you see Bob's picture up there? I know this sounds so weird. That <laughs> <laughs> does sound really weird. And I know yeah. they're on a. I know they're on a bit of a delay behind. They're on like a couple second delay yeah. for sure. Um, you know what? Let me check. Hold on. Let me pop it back out. 
brief little review on the film that these boys are reviewing. No, they can't see it either. Watched. All right, hold on. Let me remove said source. Sorry about that. Right. Hey, Corey! My buddy Corey's in here. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, Corey? How you doing? Thank you for joining us. All right. Let me play the DKB, and then we'll do Bob after the fact. Yeah, we'll get that. Well, howdy fucking duty there, folks. It's your DKB here, back for another episode of Goromore. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake from 2003. Now, I'm probably going to say some controversial shit on here that people are probably going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. And that may be true. But at the same time, this is my review, my little segment. So if you don't like it, you can fuck off. So wow. what I'm going to say straight up is um, I think this film is better than the OG. Whoa, hot no, no. OG, It's iconic. Hot this film take. definitely wouldn't be what it is for I the OG was. Now. And, um, but yeah, I think this film is a much more fast-paced uh, thrill fest for my liking personally. I definitely think it's one of the best remakes of all time. And also true. I genuinely think it's fucking scary. And there's the, there is a huge part of nostalgia that plays in it for me, but I'm not going to really elaborate on that. Um, probably more so to the fact that, yeah, like I said, it's just a genuinely scary fucking film. So like I was saying, it's a very quick-paced film from start to fucking finish. I mean, it gives us enough time to get invested with some characters, some shit goes down, they end up fucking sideways, and then they end up basically at this farmhouse and they split up and all this shit occurs and it just goes fucking uh, down to a downward spiral shit show as one would say for our characters who we are invested with. Um, so it definitely keeps me engaged. I'm engaged from the word go, uh, especially with the setup and betrayal of Leatherface when we get finally seen. Uh, the way they introduce him in this is definitely cool homage to the fucking first film, but we get a little bit more up and close. And just to see him pop on the screen for that first time is fucking intimidating the way he just comes out of nowhere. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely intimidates me. Uh, this Leatherface is fucking terrifying. Uh, just with his overall staunch appearance, his visual representation, and just even the mask itself, it's very, very grotesque in a weird, fucked up, cool looking way that I very enjoy. Now, I've got to give a lot of love to the Hoyt family in this film, especially Ali Ermi. His performance in this is absolutely fantastic. It's like they've just gone. You know, just be you and just come up with some dialogue on the spot. You know, the man um, is crafted in that unique way of just coming up with dialogue on the spot. And this is a role of a lifetime for him, I think, personally. It just suits him to a fucking tee. The way he's able to act out on, and block those scenes with the characters, uh, even if it's in a tight, small, enclosed area, especially when they're on the um, in the back of the van talking about the suicide victim, that's a that's a cool scene to look at and just really showcase Ali's performance and how he's able to capture that tension in between him and his characters. Um, I think he's just as terrifying in this film as much as Leatherface. So Ali, hats off to him. He was fucking fantastic. So, yeah, the cinematography in this film, I love how they were able to bring back the original cinematographer from the first film, get him that to come back dope. and play or pay a little bit of homage to some of the most iconic shots from the OG and put them into this film with a downright dark grittiness to the actual tone and overall presence of what this film's meant to be. Um, it's just, yeah, downright this gritty grain that laces over each shot with uh, the cinematography and the, uh, the colour palette 
it, it just it just gives you that very dark visual representation of shadow play crafting this fearful sense of tension that I fucking love and, and terror at the same time and um, how they're able to really capture that in a new age setting um, I shit. thought how, was done how superbly that's um, them well done bravo so I've got to point out the most iconic Damn, shot for me personally in the film <laughs> is the suicide victim and how the camera lens was able to scope out through the mouth hole of we the We didn't victim. even talk about that. What the fuck? The I was saying And if you go and watch it um, on YouTube or on the special features of the Blu-ray, you're able to see how they're able to capture that shot. Yes, it may have taken some time, but that final payoff is absolutely fucking splendid. The way they're able to capture it and craft and work around how they're able to achieve it. It just goes to show you how much appreciation they really wanted to make this film and like visually give us, the audience, an awesome feel and vibe to the film. Oh, so before I go, I just want to point out a couple of things. The performance of Leatherface in this is definitely one of the best. It's definitely up there. It's one of the all-time greats. The way that that uh, actor was able to bring this character to life and really portray him in a different manner, but just be more of a brutal force and power to be reckoned with. He's just overall towering presence. The way they were able to visually represent Leatherface in this film was fucking scary, I thought. But like I was saying earlier, that all comes down to the lighting and cinematography and how they were able to craft that. So yeah, that actor, the portrayal, Trey Leatherface in this, fan-fucking-tastic. The opening and ending scene to this film fucking absolutely scared the shit out of me when I first seen this film because I thought it was real. Yes, I was definitely one of those people because I was at a younger age when I saw it. So I believed it, but even though when I go back and watch it now, it's still how they're able to capture the realism of that scene really uh, works extremely well for this type of film. Um, yeah, like I was saying earlier, the overall tone of this film, how they were able to capture the aesthetic and presence of it, was shot beautifully, crafted exquisitely, and fucking intensely to the point where it scares the shit out of me. Um, and like I was saying, I appreciate the fact that they were using elements of the first film, but making it their own and just having fun, um, fun time to see um, what they were able to achieve with that. And yeah, so Gora Moore score, I'm going to have to give this film a 4.6. Wow. It's a shame I couldn't be there Ooh. with you guys to talk about this film because I really wanted to talk about it a lot. And I do apologize if this review is a little bit longer than expected. But no, no worries. You all have a fantastic evening. I look forward to what you guys have to say about this film, and I'll catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers, gentlemen. Alrighty, thank you, wow. DKB. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Coming with some strong, strong stuff. Dude. When he said he was going to talk about and bring up some controversial things, I honestly expected him to shit all over it, and it went in the completely opposite direction. No, he he's always been pretty vocal about really enjoying this one. I didn't expect the better than the original. Right. But you know what? It is. I don't. I don't know I feel, if it is though. No, I feel if you watch the first one, it is so fucking slow. Don't get me wrong. It is it's slow. A fucking classic movie, but it's so fucking slow compared to this one. And I just feel Leatherface is much more menacing in this film than the original fucking movie. Oh, absolutely. Because in the first film, in the first movie, you have like a whole family of these psychopaths that are just as bad as Leatherface. This one, it's really just Leatherface and the Sheriff to a lesser extent, even though he's definitely more frightening. He's a little yeah. bit less of a threat. It's just the threat. two of them where in like the first one you had Leatherface, you had that. 
He had the cook, which even the cook, the cook was nice, but he was still fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't not going to stop this shit for you. Yeah. And then, um, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't agree with, like, it is, it's a more hyped up version. It is. I just don't know if I've watched it so many times to where I still would just prefer to watch the original. I, but. I, 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 dude, I'll take the original over just about any other horror movie. You know what it is for me? I do. And you know what? I got to say kudos to Brody for bringing up the opening scene. We never even talked about that because that is one of the most like fantastic opening shots. We're talking the um, the pan through the head, dude, after she shoots herself. Oh, that's oh, I thought you meant the opening scene, like the opening scene itself. That was just the uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry that. But that is the shot. That is the shot of this movie. If anything. If you're going to talk about this movie, dude, everybody. I forgot how good that shot was until watching this today. I was watching. It's always it. awesome. That dude. is awesome. It's the acting in it is fantastic. Just seeing everybody freak out in that moment, just to the head flop backwards, and then the full pan. Dude, it goes so far back. It's it awesome. Like, and then you see him come out puking and shit. Like that had to have been a bitch to set up just to get it to work properly. Oh. I could only imagine. And then you get the nice go back in and you just see the smoke coming out of her fucking mouth, dude. Like, just gnarly as fuck. Um, all right. So 4.6 from Brody. Let's see if we can, uh, let's see if we redo Bob's video here. Hopefully y'all can see it. I saw it, but I don't know why it didn't come in for everybody. Nobody else could see it. Well, that's bullshit. It's also because Bob maybe did it vertically. I'm going to blame it on that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He oh. knows better. Does he? Yes. Good morning, boys. It you is it? early Monday You can't morning, see it? And I will not be on this episode of Gore More oh, today. I can just hear but it. I'm going to give you... Why won't that play? How... Can you open it on your computer and just do a share screen? I could. Oh, you know what? I wonder if it would work if I just played as a full video over us. Just do that. Possibly. Try it. Okay, hold on. Let me... You guys kill some dead air while I'm fucking loading this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, like like we said, you know that shot was really impressive, and they were. Um, I don't really have any notes on that, and I didn't get a chance to look at any behind the scenes stuff. I was really super busy today. But you know that shot alone, to me, is cooler than anything we get in the original film. Oh, and, and I'll agree with that, hundred percent, dude. And and I, like I said, I hate. I hate to say it because it is such a classic, iconic film. But for for me, I I, I agree with Brody. This one is this one takes the cake for you. Than, yeah, than, than the original, and it's very rare that a reboot does better than the original for me in my eyes. And you mm. know, because like Friday the Thirteenth, eh, Nightmare on Elm Street, eh. The Evil Honestly, Dead. dude, Evil, actually, Evil Dead 2013, I like a little bit better than the first Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I would agree with that, dude. I feel like that was the reboot that did it like 100% for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Even Friday. You know, I liked Friday, dude. Friday had some lulls, but. I'm sorry, go ahead, bud. Yeah. But, but say what you will about Jessica Biel's character, you know, because she was a horrible fucking final girl. But I just feel like it was more for the time than what we got back then. Because back then, they were just kind of like setting them up to knock them down. 
Right. Alright, so it won't let me play over the full screen, so I'm trying a different video style that I'm up uploading it to Restream, and then I'm going to try to play it through that instead of just like I would normally pull it in. I don't know why this is being so fucking complicated. <laughs> that is so bizarre. This is fun. I've never had this issue. What's the fucking out? You know why? Because Bobby has to have a fuck up. Yep. Well, you know what it was, dude? He sent the fucking thing on like it's obviously through fucking Apple because it took me through some fucking Apple shit. So I'm gonna blame <laughs> that right fucking there. But I don't know how. I gotta figure that out how well. Brody does it, dude. Because Brody can send a six to eight minute fucking video through Messenger, but nobody else fucking can. I don't know how he does that shit. If he compresses just, it before he sends it or something, I don't know. But it doesn't look like shit. You know what I mean? Like they all look clean as hell. So like how? I don't know. Unless it's like through the editor that he runs it through, because obviously you can see where he like cleans it up and shit. A little yeah, maybe compressed. He must. That's the only way I could figure out how he does it. Because like this one said, Bob's is too long, and his is fucking two minutes shorter. So like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> it says it's processing. All right, uh, it wouldn't um, be the sh- it wouldn't be the shit show if everything it wouldn't went to plan. I mean, worst case, dude. I guess we could just have uh, voice from heaven, Bob, if y'all can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Why is this taking so long to fucking process? Jesus Christ. Anyways, you might as well just. Let's go into fucking show uh, uh, behind the scenes, dude. This yeah, is taking too long. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn up, Bobby. All, All right. right. So a then unknown John Larroquette provided narration in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974. Despite becoming a distinguished actor in the years since, he happily agreed to reprise his role for the remake. Oh, no shit. Oh, shit. And, nice. And didn't if I, <laughs> if I remember correctly, didn't uh, didn't I say in the first one he pretty much did it for a bag of weed? I believe so. Yeah, like it was like it was like hundred bucks in a bag of weed or something, some shit like that. Oh, oh it imploded! Hmm. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, oh, it no. it's still processing. It's at, it's so slow right now. Why the fuck, dude? I told you I was having trouble too. So maybe it's just maybe it's just technology right now. It's all fucked up. It's, it's Skynet. Like I said, I've never tried doing the video system like this. We only have one thing on there, but... All right, fuck it. Well, that's loading. I'm going to keep going. So yeah. after learning about the remake, Andrew Bernarski, Leatherface, went up to producer Michael Bay at a Christmas party and personally asked him for the role. Another actor named Brett Wagner was cast for the role before Bernarski, but on the first day, the actor was hospitalized and fired for lying about his physical abilities. Without an actor for the film's main antagonist, the film actor, filmmakers called and asked, if Brian Arsky still wanted the role, which he accepted. No shit. Nice. Wonder what the hell happened to the other dude. I'm just liable. What do you lie about? I'm guessing it's the same as basically the the um fucking Warrington Gillette lying in part two. Or when he was not doing all oh. shit. Yeah. You couldn't run with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> During the scene in the van with Arlie, Ermy, and uh, Jonathan Tucker, uh, Tucker forced the gun down his throat in order to make himself vomit every take. If you watch carefully, you can see him spit the vomit out of his mouth in the scene. I, it was very, very subtle. It just looked like spit, but it was. Yeah, I was gonna say like that when he took it out, like take it out and like actually aims at him. It just looks like a lot of fucking sloppy spit. Nope, it was it was vomit. 
Ugh, gross. <laughs> uh, Erica Learson screamed so loudly during her screen test that people in other parts of the building called the police to report that a woman was being attacked. Nah. That's fun. We like the screamers. Okay. Let's see. It's loaded. Let's see what happens here. I don't know what this is even going to fucking do. I don't Fingers know crossed. Let her rip. It just pulled over there the same fucking way. What the fuck, dude? I swear to God, if this doesn't work, I'm going to be pissed. We're just going <laughs> to listen to fucking audio. <laughs> we may just have to do a voice from heaven, Bob. Good morning, there we go. Bobby. It is no, there's no audio. Morning, and I will not I be on this episode of Gordon. I can't. Today, but I'm going to give you a short and brief Steve? little review on the film that these boys are reviewing. Why can't I hear them? I've watched many times the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. I have to say, of all the horror remakes, can this anyone is else hear him? I, hear I can hear him, no problem. One of the premier ones. It. it was done right. The, the feeling of um, feeling deserted out there, the the grittiness, your the, audio the, input, the terror, the, the whole thing. It actually is set up very nicely. Uh, I remember when it came out, I tried desperately to see it, and I was only ten years old, and I managed to see it on demand. Hey, like that. He saw it on demand. <laughs> so um, it brings back fond memories of being 10 oh, years old and wanting to see this. And uh, I love everything about it. I love the cinematography. Just it, it looks like the 70s. It looks gritty. It's not brightly colored like the original with certain things, but it, it fits. It fits in every way possible. And I do love that about this movie. Um, Thomas Hewitt, Leatherface. Although Andrew Bernarski's not not um, a great, well, we'll leave that for another subject. But he is a wonderful Leatherface. He certainly brought a rawness to the role. He certainly brought. Um, he did make it very terrifying. I will say, for a remake, he did do that. He was he was wonderful in the part. Um, he, and he even did great in the prequel that they made after this. Arlie Ermey, I mean, nobody else, I can't think of anybody else to play Sheriff Boyd. The whole cast, Old Monty, was he was wonderful. Everybody in that whole cast, Jessica Biel, what do you want me to say about that? Kemper, um, just every, everybody. I would have to say, though, of the five, two of my favorite characters from those five is definitely Jessica Biel, and I would actually go um, with uh, Morgan, is his name? I, he can be annoying, but at the same time, he was just played so well, so I would put those two, for sure. And then uh, my overall favorite character, though, is Sheriff Hoyt, 100%. And then some little things that I, I don't necessarily like, I like but don't like, one of them, and I'll leave it at this, though, is Leatherface's mask. Although it's scary, it looks like a good rotted leather flesh. My issue is though, kind of like with the second movie, is yes, it's a good mask, but it looks it looks cartoony. It looks too um, fabricated. Whereas, like I could look at the first movie, that mask, it, although fabricated, it still looks like raw. Uh, it. it it just does. The second movie, I do love the mask, but it just looks too fabricated. It just looks a little too well done. Even even though 
like, you know, people can say, well, over the years, he would get better. I'm like, I, I get that. But at the same time, if, if the crudeness, it's crude, but it looks like it, it, it just looks a little too cartoony for me. I will 100% admit that. But I still like it. And, you know, so that's my only other drawback. And I do wish there was a dinner scene. It's in Jersey, Bob. They do. <laughs> but at the same time, I understand. Why I said Bob Brody. Jesus Christ. It's but but it's it's still just as good. Favorite kill is definitely Morgan's kill to the crotch. Morgan's kill 100%. to the crotch. All right. 100%. Favorite scene saw more is when Sheriff Hoyt is being mean to uh, Jessica Beale and Thomas Hewitt comes in and drags her away. 100%. He's so, but that's what I'm going to leave you boys deep. with. And I'm going to give this movie a 4.3. Bob's giving it a 4.3. That's All my right. score. Right I'll see you motherfuckers next week. Keep it fresh. Ted, I'm sorry you couldn't hear that, buddy. I they couldn't hear. Are... I, I heard you guys. I could hear the background and scoobs and everything. I could not hear Bob at all. So that's happened to me before. One time when I was playing Brody, like I said, in my bottom, it was on my control panel. For some reason, one of was in my headset. But I don't know why that wasn't just coming for you, through for you, though. That was weird. Like I said, I was sitting here fiddling with it. And... Um. So Wait. Bob gave it a four. What? Did you find it? Like I did. It says speakers, and then it says uh, ATR USB microphone, and that shouldn't be it. Mm. That's I guarantee that's what it is because I just switched to, to headphone. Just for a sec. Right. Just for a sec. Play it Go back ahead. real quick. No, you're fine. Good that's morning, what it was. boys. That's what it, it fucking was. I can hear it. Monday morning, and I will not be. I knew it was something stupid like that. I didn't it realize. I didn't realize it gave an option for two different sources there. I've never seen that before. Yep. Yeah. Brody, yeah, yeah, it happened. I was so pissed, dude, because I kept restarting it. I couldn't figure it out. That's when I was just like, fuck uh, it, dude. Oh, God, yeah, Brody's right. That was, the ever. that was I was just watching Amityville you guys thing. laugh to Brody's awesomeness. and like, I can't hear fucking anything. Fucking yeah. shit, I can't believe that. I didn't even know it did that. that was just... Well, now I know for the future. Right? That's how we do it. It's a, it's a learning it's a learning thing, that's all. Like right. when you said when you said the the speaker down here, I thought you meant just the volume itself. I'm like, no, 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 yeah, the, above the source, it. It says sometimes yeah, it says set playback that. device, and it was set to the USB microphone. Yeah, and I know what happened. It's like the one time when it reset all my fucking default settings. That's exactly why. Yep. All righty. So thank you, Bob. Bob gave it a four point three. Um, he did say he watched it on on demand just to give us some shit. You didn't get to hear that, but <laughs> no, I'm giving him shit. I'm giving him shit because it should have been physical i watched it physically but not so to jump ahead all right so we got our boys back to uh behind the scenes chad right. daddy on his final day of shooting eric balfour stripped down threw his wardrobe back to the crew and walked off the set only wearing a baseball cap footage of his departure is shown in the making of documentary on the special edition dvd blu-ray why <laughs> <laughs> I'm so maybe, confused. I kind of the purpose. Maybe he maybe he wanted to keep his uh, his clothes from the movie, and wardrobe is like, no, we need those back. And he's like, fuck it, take them. I'm out. Peace out, bitches. You know what? That's bold move, Cotton. I, I see how it bold move, Cotton. Fucking a, dude. When right. filming the scene with the possum, the filmmakers had to reshoot the scene numerous times in order to deliver the scares. But every time they filmed it, the opossum appeared more adorable than scary. <laughs> the possum's just like, hey, let's go. Dude, I love possums. They're great. What a fucking hiss. 
In the original script, the hitchhiker was 15 to 16 years old. The filmmakers later decided to change her age to make her about the same age as the principal cast. Which, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know if I needed to see a middle-aged teen pull a gun out of her vag. That's yeah. Yeah. For some reason, when it's an adult, you're just like, okay. You know what, though? It was way better in Machete. I've never seen Machete. Oh, no? It happens again, but it's not like this scene by any. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. No. Okay, continuing on. When uh, when chasing Aaron through the woods with Leatherface trips, it cuts into his right leg with the chainsaw that is an Mm -hmm. homage to the original. Fuck yeah, dude. Hurts himself. Oh, it's gotta it's gotta hurt so bad, dude. Just fuck. And then after that, he's just walking around like it was nothing, right? He's fucking stampeding, bro. In the original script, the character Jedediah was going to wear a Felix the Cat T-shirt to the movie. This was later scrapped because the copyright holders of Felix the Cat wouldn't allow it. Why they had him wearing a specific shirt in the script is beyond me. Especially something as hmm. obscure, it's gotta go with as obscure as Felix the Cat. However, the novelization of the movie features a character wearing this shirt. Also, Jedediah was going to be killed by Leatherface by slicing his chainsaw through his back because he let Aaron and Morgan go. This was later scrapped because the filmmakers thought it was too intense. I mean, I kind of expected that to almost happen when he bit his hand. Like, I figured, like, he'd get, like, at least, like, thwacked or something. But yep, he originally chainsawed him. Felix the Cat. I mean, is that... Was it... Was that around the height of his time? Was like seventy three, maybe? I mean, I know who Felix the Cat is. I, I'm but... aware of it, but I've never, I don't think I've ever even seen a Felix the Cat cartoon. To be honest, like it's like Felix the Cat, then Heathcliff, and then Gar. You know what I mean? Like Garfield's top. No, but Garfield's. Not you top? To, I would put Tom at the top. Yeah, but I like Garfield's more my speed, man. Ah, no, Tom, eats, and, dude. Tom and Jerry, man, that's the shit. Itchy and scratchy. <laughs> to prepare for his role as Leatherface, Andrew Bernarski ate a diet of brisket and white bread in order to get his weight to nearly 300 pounds. Oh, damn. Shit, man. He could have just asked me. I would have fucking. <laughs> hey, so uh, just so you know, uh, Felix the Cat was at the peak of his film career in 1923. <laughs> 19- why the fuck, God, why? If 1923. That's such a random, like, thing that they really wanted to have then. Like, man, it, we really need this kid to wear that Phoenix, Felix shirt. And I am pretty sure Felix the Cat is public domain by now. I feel like, yeah. Felix the Cat was borderline mm-hmm. cartoon porn. That, uh, Corey, that's Fritz the Cat. Yes. You're I, thinking, Fritz, I, was, I didn't think Felix was. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. There's he's coming. Just brought it up too. Okay, continue on. In the third movie of Texas Chainsaw that came out in '90, there was supposed to be a scene where Leatherface takes off his mask, but to keep the R rating, they had to cut it out. In this movie, the scene is reshot and seen. Hmm. You know what? Also, I forgot Eek the cat. But... <laughs> Eek, yeah, buddy. Hey Swat man, cats. your hey man, your girlfriend's really fat. Really? <laughs> like every episode, somebody said that. Like your girlfriend's fat. Really? <laughs> you could not get away with that shit nowadays, dude. That's fat shaming. Oh. That's 
Oh, uh, okay, Daniel Pearl, the cinematographer of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, reprised the position for this movie. He got their cut by convincing Marcus Nispel, his frequent collaborator on many music videos, and by many music videos, I mean there's like hundreds of music videos that he directed. Makes sense. Like a lot of popular ones. Uh, he, uh, Nispel was offered the movie, but wanted to make his American debut, an original movie, telling Pearl that remaking Texas Chainsaw Massacre was blasphemy and a sure failure. Pearl then told Nispel the reason he should accept the offer and hire him as cinematographer was so that Pearl could make the same movie twice, once at the beginning of his career and once at the end of his career. And then Nispel agreed. You know what? That is kind of cool. Like to go in, come in and go out on the same film, quote unquote. Yep. Nice. Hey, man. One could only hope. So Aaron, wait, what, does that mean Tom Savini's going to go out on a zombie movie? Yeah, like, pretty awesome. It'd have to be another like Night, Night of Living Dead. No, uh, you can't. No, really. not Night of the Living Dead. What the hell did he do? He did Dawn of the, Dawn of the Dead. Dead. He was supposed to do Night of the Living Dead, but uh, yeah, that's he was right, in, that's right. Yeah, he was still in um, Vietnam, right? Vietnam. Yeah. Aaron's last name was supposed to be Hardesty, the same last name as lead character Sally from the original. Oh. No, I'm glad they went with full name changes in this, dude. Like, I yeah. like that even, like, I like that it wasn't the Sawyers. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, nope, we could go with a whole bunch of different crazies this time. Yeah. Uh, deleted subplot detailed Aaron being pregnant, which was why when they went to Mexico, she didn't drink the water or smoke the weed as they talked about in the final cut. Hmm. Gene says the last one you ever heard him pitch was Vampirettes. Dude, that sounds like a, that sounds like a bad porn, porn that I'm all for. Like, is that the sequel to Pirates and Pirates 2 Stagnetti's Revenge? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there already was a sequel. Not that I would know anything about it. Steve's that. going back. No, God no. damn it, John. Don't bring him up because Mel's going to fucking jump. I know, dude. I'm like, just waiting for her to kick in the pirates? door. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for her. To... Last time she was on the street, I, I still remember Steve's face as soon as I started talking to that dude. And Mel went off. He's just like, God damn it. It's, it's coming. You watch. It's coming. <laughs> She's going to kick in the door and be like, wait a minute, Stagnetti? Who's it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gunnar Hansen was asked to play the role of the trucker in the end of the film. Oh, but did not. But did not. Okay, I wonder the, why. The Just maybe didn't want to be tied to it. I don't know. Hmm. But the saw in the remake is a Husqvarna 359 with a 21, 28 inch guide bar. These saws were made today and were not available in 1973. Hmm. Uh... I feel like. You you never really get a, that good of a shot of the chainsaw. I mean, it just looks a lot bigger. Yeah, it's definitely a yeah. way bigger blade for sure. But no, man, this movie's—it's not Warner Brothers dark, but it is a very dark film nonetheless. Oh, so. it hurts. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. The pirates, I think it is. Mm. What? The What's hell? up, Mel? Hey, Mel. Hi. Did you seriously hear <laughs> that? I'm Blu-ray. Girl, you know. Did you really hear? <laughs> did you hear that shit for real? Or did Steve yeah, just text you? No, no. I'm messaging him to hurry up because we're hungry. Oh, shit. That shit's funny. I can't believe that. That is oh, yeah. fantastic. So, wait, which one's better, the first one or Stagnetti's Revenge? Be honest. First one. All right. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh. There you go. She practically did kick in the door. She's watching. She had to be. Awesome. She's got to be watching the stream. Oh, she knew her cue. 
Okay, continuing on. Dolph Lundgren was first considered to play Leatherface, but he turned them down so he could spend more time with his family. What? Skinny man is fucking Leatherface? Yeah. I don't know, man. Would they have given him a fat suit, or are they just not making him fat? Well, they did give uh, they did give him a, a fat suit too, in addition to the weight he put on. Yeah, I was gonna say you could kind of tell, man, because he was like super thick. Yeah. in some scenes. Thick. Oh, for sure. You know what? That's all natural on me, baby. <laughs> More you love. Pepper is the only one of the victims not to see or enter the Hewitt house. Yeah, man, she just gets offed at the fucking. I I still hate how she gets off, man. Like she should, we should have saw her kill. They should have made her the final girl. You know, pull a complete Ripley on us. That would have been fucking. Yeah, dude. Honestly, that would have been a fucking like twist. Holy shit! What a twist! <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, Katie Holmes, and Jessica Alba were all considered to play Aaron. Oh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Well, you said Kristen Dunst, man. Who else? Katie Just Holmes. Got, Katie Holmes. Two thousand three. Katie Holmes was still cute. No, she yeah. was very cute, but she wasn't like the boobage wasn't there. Yeah, but uh, even Alba didn't really have the boobage, but Alba still just has the looks. Mm-hmm. She's looking for some thick Cecilia. She's got the herp. Though. <laughs> you say she got the herp? She does. I'll tell you how I know. I was going to say, I feel like I remember that story out, but. All Wait, right. who are you talking about here? Just Galvin. Oh, okay. Let's Brody say, says he wants to like... see a tall, fit leather face. Honestly, I feel like the closest you're going to get to that is the leather face that we had in Leather Face, which was weird. Did you, boys ever, you boys ever watch that one or no? 2017 one? No, it just seemed like such an odd take on the character. Yeah. I wasn't really. It was a very odd take. And honestly, if you just took the Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit out of that movie, that movie would have been fucking fire, dude. But the fact that they like try to twist it, like, all right, now we're gonna make it Texas. It's like, see, Nick, now it feels like a whole different fucking movie at this fucking point. Like, it, it probably was sense. originally intended to be a different movie entirely when it was written, and they just kind of changed a couple things to make it fucking Leatherface. So you guys never saw it. No. Okay, so, but you know, like, the gripe that everybody has about it, right? Or no? So there's, like, a whole character that literally looks like fucking Bubba Sawyer, right? Yeah, and he, does, he ends up not being Leatherface. Yeah, he ends up getting killed off. So you're, like, the, now the whole... Oh, that's right, yeah. I have he gets that. killed off, like, halfway in the movie. So now you're, like, well, who the fuck is Leatherface, dude? And then it's this skinny little fucking emo kid. And you're, like, wait, that's Leatherface? What the fuck? <laughs> I think I mean, I remember he you looks cool at the end, dude. Like his mask looks cool because, like his the way he, like he gets fucked up and his mom makes him this belt mask to keep his face together. Like he yeah. looks cool, but it was so he has kind of like a leather mask, like in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Um, yeah, because that was like a bunch of leather straps together. Yeah. yeah, this is like the mom made like some weird concoction with a bunch of belts, dude, and it looks like some fucking whips and chains shit for sure but like if honestly if it just had like a cock ring in the mouth it probably would have been so it's same. like it's like literally leather <laughs> leather face yeah pretty much but okay. yeah like he looks it looks cool and i kind of remember the scene being scary but dude like the shit before that like i said it was just like more of a badass outlaw movie and then you get like 
Texas Chainsaw shit the last like ten minutes of the movie. It's kind of fucking weird. But okay. Anyway. Anyways, in two thousand two, Marilyn oh. Manson was Bobby! announced. Yeah, Bobby, what's up, buddy? We miss your brother. We miss you, sir. So in two thousand two, Marilyn Manson was announced as the composer for this project. He later had to bow out due to conflicting schedules. Oh, all right. Marilyn Manson composing this, that would have been, Jesus Christmas, that would have been like ultimate 2003 shit right there. Okay, uh, okay. Brett Wagner was cast as Leatherface in the, originally in the remake and has the first kill in the movie with the sledgehammer kill. They call that the Kemper kill. Uh, he got heat stroke during filming and then was fired and replaced. What? He got fired because he got fucking heat stroke? Like I said, he lied about Probably his physical abilities, lied, so... Yeah. yeah, I guess. Uh, Man, I don't know. You know what, dude? I gotta say, though, the Kemper kill in this is not... That's one thing that's not better than the original. No, it was weak. Because, dude, that first one, A, he hits him with a little hand sledge, which I like way better than the full fucking two... Hand because, like, yo, if you hit somebody with a big fucking sledge like that, you're fucking taking about right then and there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I like the mini sledge because of the way in the first that OG man, like the dude's heels just clapping on the fucking floor the whole time, he's going in full time. convulsions. Yeah, that shit was way more fucked up, and that was more realistic to head trauma than what uh, what happened in this, too. I would agree. Brody wants to know who's our favorite, favorite Leatherface in the franchise. I'm gonna go with this one. I love part even two. the I know even he's the goofy as shit, but I love part two. This one's more of a dominating presence. I got to go with. I mean, it's it's still not my personal favorite. Like I said, we have gotten more move, better movies since then, but physically, this is the better of Leatherface. I mean, dude, I am very partial to the one that I cosplay. <laughs> I understand. I really like 2022, but. I mean, pretty le- pretty late pretty ladies always had a sweet spot in my heart, dude. Like I like the <laughs> the dressed up uh, leather face by the end, which is essentially that- part two, but just different mask. Think uh, our buddy Cameron Miller cosplays as fuck right, dude. My buddy Major does too, and I love it. There, and it's honestly my favorite fighting variation of Leatherface and MKX. So. <sighs> I mean, uh, even I liked even the ones in 3D, though, man. Like I, I liked him in 3D. I thought he was like scary as fuck. Oh yeah, you know he was a little older and shit. I mean, the fact that he literally like, yeah, it was stupid 3D, but he like chucks a chainsaw 30 fucking feet in the middle air. So, <laughs> but all right, got a little bit more here, but not much. To avoid an NC-17 rating in the USA, the more graphic shots of Morgan's death were cut. The original version of the scene featured the shot of the chainsaw slicing into his crotch and then having his intestines and blood falling out. The cut version oh, cuts away from when the chainsaw is about to cut him and totally cuts out the intestines falling from his body. The hitchhiker death scene was also cut severely. The original scene has her ear flying off of her head and blood and brain matter being more dark in color and more in amount flying out of her head. Jedediah mm. was originally supposed to be killed by Leatherface for helping Aaron and Morgan escape, but the scene was scrapped for being too intense. Kemper's death was originally slightly more graphic. After Leatherface hits him in the back of the head with a sledgehammer, he drops to the floor, gasping and convulsing with blood pouring out of his head. Pepper's death was also more graphic. Originally, Leatherface swipes the chainsaw down into her, cutting into her stomach. 
and the final cut of the film, the impact is off screen. You only see Leatherface swipe the chainsaw down. You hear it cutting into her with feathers from her jacket floating in the air. That was feathers from her jacket. Mm-hmm. I did not get that take, but I was wondering where they all came from. All right. Oh, shit. Man, I always hate when you tell us that we had some awesome kills filmed and then we didn't get it. I know. Like, give us a fucking unrated cut, dude. Like, give me that unrated cut. I will buy it. Same. Like, that'd be fucking. I mean, the, 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 the prequel got an unrated cut. Did it? It's been a minute. I've only watched that once. I've seen it maybe twice, time. but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, okay, okay. In a deleted epilogue scene, Aaron is being interviewed from a mental institution where she has been living for several decade, decades since the event of this film. This subplot harkens back to two persistent rumors about the original film, and one rumor the supposed true life survivor of the original actual events spent her subsequent years in a mental facility. The second rumor alleges that filming was so arduous that the actress, Marilyn Burns, who played the original survivor, went insane and was committed after shooting. Jesus. Pretty sure neither. Well, we know the first wasn't true because this is not a true story. Right. Yeah, it's based on a true story. And also, based. also in that deleted scene, it cuts away and it shows a uh, orderly leaving the room. And they only have one arm kind of alluding that it's Leatherface and he tracked her down. Like you just see him from behind walking away, pushing a cart. It'd be funnier if he was trying to be dressed as like a little nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that makes sense. Just big ass fucking mug of an orderly. Hell yeah. All right. Interesting. And finally, due to the film's financial success, it influenced a plethora of horror movie franchises to remake the original films across the span of the 2000 and 2010s. Notable examples include, include House of Wax, The Wicker Man, The Omen, Halloween, My Bloody Valentine, Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. These were met with negative to mixed reviews and have been heavily criticized by audiences and critics alike for being unnecessary additions to their franchises. I'll still die on the hill that Rob Zombie's Halloween is my favorite. I don't give a shit. That's a hot take. <laughs> I, w- I will... I will disagree with that, but uh, no, that's fine. Yep. There, it's better than hey. the fucking. It's better than the Blumhouse movies. That's okay. I just we agreed on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I you did. I, I still couldn't that. believe that ending to that episode because I was like, "Oh my god, it's actually going to happen!" Like, <laughs> I was going to die on that hill alone. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you, Chad Daddy, for my all pleasure. That. My pleasure. Um, sorry, we are running a little bit later than we usually do, but we had some technical difficulties and some bullshit. So. All right, let's hop into the questions. We'll get through these as fast as possible. Gene told me to smack you guys both. That's fine. I don't care. Like I said, I know it's a hot I'll take. take. You all on. But okay, they're Optimus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, what format <laughs> did we watch this on? Physical. This bad boy right here. Oh, yours is way better than mine. Mine was just the normal DVD. Oh no, DVD. I got the I got the deluxe one that had like. It's got like this nice little tin sign and all the extra oh, stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's got the way cooler cover on it, too. Mm-hmm. Mine's got the, just the close-up of his face. DVD in the car on the little car DVD player. Yeah, buddy. Fucking love that, too. And you know what? This was a good formatted DVD because my Arachnophobia yeah. DVD was not a good formatted DVD. So it made it just made the screen really small. I'm like, yeah, DVD this, yeah, it, it was anamorphic. It, 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 it was, it fit the screen. I loved it. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was a good thing. Douche of the film. <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> nope. Sheriff. Fuck that dude. 
Our You're going to go Jessica Biel. I knew yep. it. <laughs> Jessica Biel. She's my douche of the film. Because none of this would have happened if it wasn't for her fucking trying to be a goody-goody yeah. two-shoes. So, that's all I'm saying. I'll agree with you. Like, yeah, the cop's a douche, but I feel like they... I mean, granted, they wouldn't. They didn't want to leave his friends, but the cop even gave him good enough time to fucking leave. They could have left. They couldn't have. Oh, they fucked with the car. They they booby trapped. We him. never talked about that. The when only did thing they I fuck with the car when they were chasing the boy in the through the um factory, the barn or factory, whatever the fuck that was there. That's but the I only way like I can they figure. Never alluded to it, dude. But that had to been, was... that had to have been why he. You see him run like he was drawing them away from it. I think. I mean, it makes sense. He was a decoy. But like I totally forgot that the tires fall off when they. Yeah, because I was to thinking go. about that earlier. I'm like, why the hell do the tires fall off? Like, and this I'm was like, like an hour or so after I watched it, and I'm like, wait a minute, that could have that had to have been then. But like, it would have been cool to see like if if you just saw maybe like Arlie Emery have like a handful of bolts and then put them in his pocket. You know what I mean? You would have known something a little bit more alluding to it. It just seemed kind of out of nowhere. Makes sense, but still, you know what I mean? Like, right. You didn't, you shouldn't have to think about it. You're like, wait, well, how did that even happen? Oh, okay, the kid distracted him. Okay. But Daniel Harris? <laughs> what? All right. Uh, Scoops Tad's about to die, so let's keep this going. <laughs> Favorite kill? Hitchhiker. The suicide. Yep. The hitchhiker? Yeah, dude. How could it not be? Yeah, it was fucking graphic as shit. Graphic as hell. And yeah, it's the it only one we got a lot of good gore on. And the best cinematography on, dude. Like, oh it's God, fucking insane. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just combine them at this point. Okay, uh, best scene. I love the scene uh, with Morgan and the sheriff driving in, in, his, in the cruiser. Oh, man. When he slaps him with that bottle. He busts oh. that fucking head. That was intense. That was, that was some of the best acting of Arlie Army's career right there. I, he just flip flop back and forth between seemingly being nice and then just being savage as fuck, without like any like yeah, it was just yeah he just flipped the switch back and forth. I think I'm gonna have to go with Bob, dude. When Arlie is fucking with him at the van and he's telling him to recreate the scene and shit <laughs> that like was, that, that was pretty good. Too. That was a, such an intense moment, dude. You're just like, oh my god, where's this going? And yeah, so scoops. I uh, I'm gonna go with the scene where uh, where he's uh, where Leatherface is chasing Jessica Biel through the house and she's like hiding and shit, basically playing the hide and seek. Okay. Oh, was that in the house or was that more yeah, in the? Yeah, it was uh... so intense. Me watching I... it. Yeah. You know, another was a really good intense scene was uh, try her try to get her friend off the hook. Ooh. I hated how she stabbed him in the gut because oh, like, that's yeah. the worst spot. Oh. You couldn't have fucking slashed his neck or something like yeah. in the gut. You're like, oh, thanks. I'm, now I'm dying with this knife in my fucking Yeah, now I'm dying even slower. Yeah. But... All right. Um... <laughs> worst moment or scene. Worst moment or scene. Oh, man. That's, that's a bit of a I don't really care for that car scene i understand that they need to find the pictures to maybe explain the baby yeah i was that's what that I was scene say. just seems so kind of throwaway to me like you could have did it in a different spot yeah. so yeah. that's gonna be mine i'm gonna agree with that because that's just a 
That was it's a dumb scene that just didn't need yeah. to happen, dude. It no, just, it did. Whatever. It was like filler. All right. Um, opening scene. Hook you in. So are we going opening scene with police investigation, or are we going opening like? Because I mean, that's I would I would call that the opening scene. Then I'm going to say case, yes. And, I'm yeah. going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's it, and I say yes. Just because. Yeah, man, it's a police investigation. You black and white. Like I would watch that if that was a real fucking thing. Be like, yo, dude, let me let me check this shit out. Most attractive character. I mean, come on. Jessica Biel is a fucking smoke show, one hundred percent. I'm going. I'm with not Pepper. gonna lie, man. I, I like Pepper. Pepper's. Pepper's just got. I don't know. Younger me would have definitely chosen Jessica Biel. Older me, I think, is going Pepper. Nah, younger me and older me agree. It was always Pepper for me. Well, younger there. me and older me are in agreement. Jessica Biel? It's Jessica Biel. That's All fair. Right. Hey, man. I mean, it's a good choice either way. So. Did Bob mention his or did he gloss over that one? I mean, he just kept saying yummy, yummy Jessica Biel and things like that. So I'm going with probably on that one. Oh. Nobody said fat grandma yeah. from the trailer. So you know what I mean? I took <laughs> <it all. laughs> yeah, but we're good. We're good on that. Ah, it was like Mimi Bobak in 30 more years. <laughs> All right. So did the score set the mood? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we had some 70s rock and shit in there. And then obviously yeah. instrumental. There was some tense scenes. I don't think it's anything that you're going to like have a record of. Per se. Probably not. Not no. like a memorable score. But it works well with the scenes in general. So best song. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Wait, they didn't play Magic Carpet Ride at all, did they? No. Maybe yes, I was... mother. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Mom. Yeah. That's awesome. We got... Man, we got everybody tonight. Coming in, guys. I uh, love it. I don't care. Mama cooked and Mama's ready for him to eat. We understand. Hey, We're if if he doesn't want to eat, I'll I'll drive down and eat eat for him. Right? If okay. instant teleportation <laughs> was a thing, <laughs> it's gonna be a bit. But bye, bye, bye. One of these days, I'll get down to Scoop's place. So embarrassing. <laughs> no way, dude. I love your family. <laughs> your family is great, but wow, even um, when mom comes in, it's like get your ass out here and eat. That's a mom. Yeah, dude. pretty She's much. Still mom, bro. Doesn't matter. All right. Um, favorite character. The sheriff. Damn sheriff. It. Yep. Hundred yeah. percent. All right, that's an easy one. <laughs> All right. Was it scary? Honestly, yes. I'm gonna say yes. I guess. It I feel was, like yeah. this is one it's, that is tense. And it had been a few years since I'd seen it, so there were still a couple of scenes that made me jump. The yep. scene where she's uh, running, she's she's like sneaking through the uh, meat packing plant, and she goes to like roll under that thing, and then Leatherface is like right there and grabs at her. That yeah. made me jump. And when she's driving away and he just lunges from out of nowhere with a chainsaw and hits the car, that also made me jump. Ooh, I actually forgot about that jump scare. That kind of like that was a good one. Yeah. poked me out a little bit too. Um, okay. Does it hold up today? Well, we've had a few other variations of Texas Chainsaw since this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes, but it's still very much with that 2000s reboot feel. Yes, and so, if, and it has. Oh well, yes, and I, I'm sure it's in part because the director, because he uh, mostly direct, he just directed like a bunch of fucking music videos before this. It has a very music video feel to it. 
One hundred percent, dude. Well, yeah, especially like when when she's walking up to the house and it's just like a shot of her ass. Which is obviously homage to the ass shot of Mila Chua too, but yeah. But that's total fucking video shit. Oh, absolutely, and just like the shaky cam sometimes and some like crazy yeah. like abrupt imagery. Yes. All right. So acting, I'm gonna it's say pretty solid. Pretty solid, man. I don't think anybody yeah. was like shitty. I mean, you know, even, even the kid the actor. Kid yeah, like he played weird, and kid actors can go either fucking way. So. I just didn't like how half the time it was kind of hard to understand what he was saying with those big fake teeth. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Uh, dude, we like the cinematography. Well, we keep talking about that shot. That shot was fantastic. Pulling back oh. from the, 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 the headshot and everything. So, yeah, we love the cinematography, that, especially that shot alone. Yeah, loved it. Yep. That and the, uh, I'm going to say the scenes in the basement, dude, where he's like working on Kemper. Or uh, what's his name? Like Brody mentioned the salt on the amputated leg. Like I liked how he was actually like handling him like a piece of meat. Salted the leg, got the wrap and the twine and fucking. I, mean, I would say literally any scene yeah. of that dingy, dark, basement? wet basement. It was just nasty and awesome. Yeah. What's his name, though? Did you notice he had a hole in his back, but it never explained how it got there? Like, was he hooked and then the unhooked, maybe? At one point, yes. He had to have been hooked. That's all I took it as, but okay. Did we like the premise? Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. You, you get what you're looking for there. Yeah, it's, it's right in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and was the climax satisfying? No. Oh, because that's I, right. You didn't like the arm chop. I did not like the arm chop, and like you said, didn't really care for Jessica Biel's character. <sighs> I I'm gonna say yes because I mean, what. Would they have done for a sequel, anyways? Right, like you wouldn't want to so make a sequel, I'm, a reboot of number two again. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm, I'm gonna say for me, yeah. If I'm going off a of first time initial reaction, which I'm, that's what I'm gonna try to do. I was very surprised that she cut his arm off. So for me, it took me for a loop, and I didn't hate it. So I'm gonna say, yeah, I thought it was. It, it just was like, oh shit, because it was like Rob Zombie's original temp where he just was like, nope, we'll kill it off Michael Myers so we don't do fucking sequels. And then the direct, like the producer's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I'm just going to rewind this shit. Rewind it since it's already a reboot anyway. And it's been rebooted. Rewind. Yeah. All righty. Uh, let's rate this bitch. Scoops, what do you got? Oh, sorry, bud. I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4.5. Chad Daddy? I'll give it a 4.2. 4.2. I think I'm going to agree with Bob with a 4.3. I don't even need to explain it. I feel like we just did that enough. <laughs> so let's divide that bitch by five. Oh, Gene, Gene hates this. He gives this a 2.5. That's not even a hate, what? though. That's still, that's still middle of the road. That's very scale. mid. That's yeah. very mid. That's fine. That's still acceptable. It's anything below a 2. Is where you're starting to really shit on territory there to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have a 4.38. So we have a 4.4. 4. Wow. 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think Boss Man would completely throw up right now if he's heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Just he, fucking. He, th he, thinks, he thinks the next generation's a fantastic movie. So with fucking Romper Stomper, fucking. What's his name? Didn't he have like a mechanical boot? I've never even watched it. I've. Dude. Yeah. I haven't seen but it either. Robot leg. 
or I'm like a right. robot brace or some shit. Yeah, yeah, where it's like it's like hydraulic powered or something, isn't it? But I still look, I still yeah. respect Gene's score too, by the way. So that's fair. All right. So next episode, what are we doing? Next episode, Big Johnny D is your pick. It's <gasps> something I've never seen. We are watching Ooh. Daybreakers. Oh shit, dude! I, I have that on uh, Blu-ray, and I haven't watched that probably since I fucking bought it. Nice. So Isn't Daybreakers. That on Netflix? Uh, it is on Hulu right now, and also Roku and Amazon. I know what you're thinking of. That's that uh, Jamie Foxx movie, that Jamie Foxx vampire movie. Is it Jamie Foxx vampire movie? Yeah, can't remember the name of it. No, this one has Ethan Hawke and William Dafoe in it. Sam. Oh, William Dafoe. It. All right. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't remember like this might be closer to horror action. So I apologize. It's been a long That's time fine. since I've watched it. I do remember there was some cool, scary scenes in it. It was just definitely like a different. It was a different take on a vampire movie. I'm very excited to watch that, too. I haven't watched that shit in fucking years. All right. I hope it holds up, man. Brody says he highly rates TCM4. Are these daywalking vampires? Uh, No. Day Shift is the Jamie Foxx one. That's the one that's on Netflix. So, like, Daybreakers is essentially, like, everybody's vampires like the whole world has become vampire and like that's where the movie goes with it so it's kind of like a day of the dead with vampires kind of thing <sighs> it's well i guess we'll have to watch and discuss it next week yeah that's, that's, I, I i dude it's been so long since i've watched it i can't even like fairly say it, it's been too long um well hell yeah dude that's no that's a random one brody uh i didn't even know it was an australian film hell fucking yeah dude awesome cool so nerd news we're at an hour 50 we'll uh get this going because i know Scoo's is losing battery as we speak i'm gonna go ahead and bounce because i'm at oh 2%. fair fair enough buddy so, homie thank you for you uh yeah thanks us, for buddy. joining in buddy we'll be back in normal setting next week i'll see y'all enjoy right. your food enjoy your family I will. Love you guys. Love you, buddy. Enjoy your family's food. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Bye, sis. <laughs> All righty. So we got, oh, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler and Corey. Awesome. I'm glad you guys have seen it. Uh, and if you haven't watched it in a while, watch it again for next week, dude, because we are going to discuss. I'm happy you guys have never seen that shit, dude. I don't know where Bob's at on it, but maybe uh, maybe I'll get a threefer and pop all y'all's cherries. So you said it's on Hulu, correct? It did say it was on Hulu and uh, Roku channel and Amazon Prime premium subscriptions. So it's on everything else you can rent it from, too. But at least for those. All right. So nerd news. um, At least it is kind of like Blade Roadie, right? A little bit. Then it sounds great. A little bit. Yeah. That's probably the best way to explain it, but more so. Um, Dude, I got to talk Mortal Kombat because fucking A, we've had some shit drop out and i'm not i'll be more specific the new movie we've had some cast photos pop out we've had some new and old cast photos at the table so we see jacks Liu kang Liu kang's looking a lot beefier in this one to me yes, he is that scared the shit out of me my ass just turned on fucking randomly <laughs> how the fuck i'm telling you it's fucking happen, skynet 
That scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry not to be that silent. I was not. That was weird. I heard something, but I couldn't make out what it was. I wonder if. Yeah, that like turned on like somebody went on and like actually like put the controller down, but my controllers aren't on. I wonder if there's a controller upstairs sunk to it or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. That's got to be the only way. That was fucking weird. <laughs> that's my aunt's. That's my aunt's who's fucking with me. <clears throat> but no. So we got returning cast. Like I said, Sonya, Jax, Luke Hangs looking fucking. He he looks a lot bigger than he did in the first one, which is like I feel like a lot of people had that complaint. I know that was one of Scoops that he just looked a little too like tiny. So See, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm okay with like a, a skinnier, you know, Luke Hang because Robert Shaw Bruce- wasn't. Yeah. Well, he's Bruce Lee. You know what I mean? Like, that's who he was supposed to be. So it's like, right. Robin Shaw was a, he was kind of a beefy Liu Kang. But at the same time, like, I'm okay with that too, you know? But he wasn't like as beefy as like you see in the video game. Like, like you look at like MK2 Liu Kang. Yeah, but that like, he, I feel like he was skinnier than that. You know what I mean? Like in the new ones, he's was all he? like. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because the first, the first two, I'm sorry, the first three was all the same model. And it was the same for Shang Tsung. You know, he was a pretty skinny dude. Still is. He's actually a. You know what's crazy? He's actually a fucking doctor. Really? Yeah, he's full PhD, dude. Wow. You can actually follow him. He's like, it, I think he, like his Facebook page is actually called PhD Sing Song or something like that, dude. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. But yeah, man, we got uh, Carl Urban with a clean shaven face and the qua- the Johnny Cage frosted tips like Brody I called and the quaff. I don't know if they're really frosted. It's kind of hard to tell. I'm still... I'm still back and forth on him. I love Carl Urban. I am too, man. Chad, I uh, am too, bro. Because it's like the age thing is weird. Yeah. And he's such a good actor. So I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. And the, so, and then they also showed the motherfucker playing Shao Kahn in his makeup chair. Mm-hmm. That dude is going to be fucking fantastic, man. Dude, I did. I could not appreciate how big he was until seeing him in that makeup chair. He Holy is, shit, is he huge? Bro, he's 6'8 in like 350 fucking pounds of muscle. Yeah. That motherfucker is a monster, dude. Oh, like, he would make Bob look small, which is crazy. He is going to be a great Shao Kahn. Oh, yeah, man. Like, him actually looking down on these motherfuckers. Like, he actually is going to be looking down on these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But... I, I still think they're not going to have him do much in this. I think they're going to have him they be a presence to build him up for the third one. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for, too. I mean, obviously, we're going to get a little bit of backstory <coughs> because uh, King Gerard is in it, too. And he's the original king of uh, Outworld, which was right. Dini at the time. So and we're getting Sindel in this and everything. So I'm saying like we're definitely getting some like past shit going yeah. on. To where like I feel like this is going to be the tournament. At the end of this, we can kill off Shang Tsung to get retribution for Kung Lao in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then that's the end of the tournament. But then that would lead us into MK2, which Shao Kahn gets pissed. And then he like rushes the tournament, which would lead us into the third one, like the yeah. aftermath of that. So, you know, fingers yeah. crossed. That's, that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm, I've, I'm hoping anyway that the only action scene we get of Shao Kahn is that flashback. And then he's just a presence sitting there on his throne watching. Yeah, like he can kill off Jared and shit, dude. Like, yeah. we can get him all in that, whatever. Um, and then obviously, like you know, talking down on Shang Tsung and Quan Chi a little bit here and there, whatever. And we're getting fucking Quan Chi in this, yes, which means we should get Noob. Fingers crossed. What uh, there was uh something fucking else for it too. Oh, and the biggest thing that I read in a couple different articles is they said, "quote 
that they've really listened to fans mm-hmm. and have tried to recorrect a lot of the things that people were bitching about in the first movie. I don't, it doesn't say any specifics. Well, I know the biggest beef anyone had, and I'm guilty of that, and you're guilty of that, is that we didn't get an actual tournament. Honestly, I think my biggest beef was Cole. Yeah. Was introducing a whole new fucking character that just didn't need to be. The, yeah, that's that was a big beef, because they went the whole Resident Evil route with that. Right. Which, essentially, you just made another Johnny Cage character, but you didn't because you wanted a different personality type. But like I said, and I've discussed this with Brody, you can go two routes with this. You can either easily just kill him off, just like they did with Cage and Annihilation. Like, right in the beginning, just snap his neck. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Cole's gone. <laughs> or, or actually build his character. Have him, like, have him study the ways of the Shirai Ryu now that he understands that he's, like, from his lineage and shit. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe he will fight a little bit more like Scorpion. And then that way we can get, like, maybe his, um, his tonfas that he makes, mm-hmm. like, obviously he did that the more like energy he was taking hits. So maybe he could do more shit with that per, so like maybe he could be like Takata and fucking have like, like whips coming out of them shits or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, now I that, don't know. That wouldn't be awful. I can see that. Yeah. So I just, I feel like they could, honestly, they should let they should put him in a game. They should give that character to NetherRealm Studios. Let NetherRealm Studios rewrite that character and then give him back. Because that would be so much better. They because you know they would take their time. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I'm Bert, Birdie said kill Cole, which resurrects Scorpion to avenge his family. Hey, I wouldn't. That's that. Yeah, I'd be fine with that either fucking way. Yeah. It's. Either way, I'm excited that we're getting that, and I'm excited that all this shit's like just coming out of the woodwork, dude. Like, I cannot wait for it to drop. I, I really wish they would fix the Arcana shit, but I don't see them being able to rewrite that shit out of it. Yeah. The, like just because how they wrote it in the first one. It's it's like mini chlorians, which it's just something we're gonna have to accept. I know. Yeah, he's just like whatever. <laughs> or Turkoal and oh, cyber. Uh, the cyber initiative, dude. If they bring that in, that would be cool. Or maybe Cole's smoke. Hmm. I mean, if they're gonna make him into a character, make him into a character that really doesn't have much of a backstory. Right, dude. He's just part of the Lin Kuei that has yeah. some fucking cool powers and he's still more mysterious. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm all for it. But no, man, we get we're getting Jade, we're getting Katana, we're getting Dude, they're bringing in a lot of characters into this one. So, like, I'm still, that's always I'm, cool. I'm still disappointed that they didn't go with the uh, Molina actress to play Katana as well. But so, I also read somewhere that they may have recast Molina. So she still might show up in this. I can't hmm. guarantee a source on that though. It would just make sense to just honestly have the girl playing Katana play as Molina, like you said. I would have had the Molina chick play, but you know, I mean, I. If if you'd seen her, she's well, yeah, exactly. Dude. She's I mean, a good looking. Supposed girl. to be a clone, so she's supposed to essentially. Yeah, look yeah like you'd me. think they would look the same, but I don't know, man. I'm either way. I'm still hopeful for it, and I love that we're getting these like cast photos out from it. It's fucking awesome. I'm just happy that it's finally happening. Fucking right, dude. Des- despite and the strike and everything, it's still happening. And that that's the biggest thing that scared me, dude, is because the strike's going on. So I'm just like, oh man, what's going on with this? But this shit's 
it means they can film. They just can't make any changes to the script. They have to film what's on the page. Right. So we'll see how that goes. But the, the, the nice thing is, though, if eventually and they will eventually you know, come to some kind of settlement on the strike, there's always the possibility of reshoots, which means the movie will probably get pushed back if that's the case. Reshoots or um, uh, voiceovering stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's necessary. Brody, I'm right there with you, man. They need to bring back Lawson and have a straight up Kano and Cage fight. See, I feel if they brought back Lawson, he would be the perfect character for Cage to do the nut punch to. Because I'm trying to think, who is Cage going to nut punch in this fucking movie? You know what I mean, dude? Like, is he going to go for the girls, dude? Is he going to, like, were they in the new ones where he allows them to do the nut punch to the women? All I could think is going to have a moment where he's going to be like, yo, these fists are rated E for everyone. And, like, you know, I want to see him fucking punch Kano in the nuts and Kano calls him a cunt. Oh, that'd be fucking fantastic. Oh, you cunt. That'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Marvel walked out of the cons. What I don't know what mean? that means. I what know. Cons, Gene? I know Marvel in itself have they've changed around their whole structure with this uh, strike and everything. The Deadpool's, yeah, they have to. Deadpool's got moved up. It moved up like six else, months. But everything else got pushed back. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, but on the positive note, there. Speaking about movies, the new Ghostbusters wrapped up production. Yeah, buddy. So excited for that. You know, it's funny because we were just talking yesterday. Um, I remember why we were talking about Ghostbusters. No, no, no. We were just talking about like going to the movies and stuff. And my son looked at me. He's like, "Daddy, if they ever make another Ghostbusters movie, you're taking us to that, right?" I said. Funny Damn thing, right. funny reason you meant, funny thing that you said that Cameron said because there is another movie coming out this Christmas. Fucking right, dude! It's cool that it's gonna be at Christmas. I wonder if it's gonna we're gonna get like an actual like another Christmas themed Ghostbusters like GB two or not. that would be super cool. I'd be. Happy. I mean, hey, it, the lo- the teaser logo had ice all over it, so yeah, man, sense. that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm hoping for it. So yeah, man, exciting stuff for. uh at least for me, for some movies coming out. Too. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> for sure. Uh, is there anything you wanted to talk nerdy about? Uh, no, not really. Man. I, I did see earlier that uh, Max announced the movies that are joining the service. Oh, dope. At the beginning of July and what ones are leaving in July. So uh, we are getting the 95 Mortal Kombat back on Max. Nice. All like all the Ninja Turtles movies. Uh, I don't remember what else, but. They're losing every James Bond movie. Really? Yes. Uh, both the Gremlins movies are leaving Max. I don't remember what else, but I've all the James Bond movies. That's that's a huge. That's a big catalog. Huge, that is a that's big like catalog. 30 movies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. At least. God damn, dude. And that's cool. That they I mean, are going through some serious trouble, too, with the whole. Really? Merger. Yeah, because uh, Discovery buying this, they ha- they are losing so much money on the deal. So that they're just laying off people to try and recoup their losses. It's oh, that a, sucks. They bought a lot of debt, more debt that they can afford. So they're, I have a feeling they're going to just start selling off properties. I love Max too, man. Like that's actually one of my favorite streaming, like, apps. So as far as pay ones, it's definitely better than uh, Peacock. Oh. Paramount yeah. Paramount Plus is pretty good. It's not bad. Hulu's okay. It's definitely above those, but Hulu is weird, dude. Like, because like sometimes I find more shows that I like on Hulu than I do movies. Yeah, but, but they only have like the first season of like Family Guy and American Dad. I don't know where to find the rest. Hmm. Weird. 
Like you go in there and you look and like, oh, I'm going to watch, you know, Family Guy and they only have the first season. Yeah, that's. But they do have I mean, Thundercats. They have both uh, both versions of the Thundercats. Dude, 2011 Thundercats are dope. Dude, I just breezed through that last year and loved it. It was awesome. So Gene says De- uh, Deadpool 3 is going to bring down Marvel. Hot take? I don't know. I know. Here's my thing. and I, I You might be right, Gene, because I read today that it's going to be another multiversal fucking movie. And it's like, okay, man, how much... When's, when's the point that we stop doing that? Like, Maybe, I know that's I, the hot thing, but... But Deadpool has interacted with multiverse versions of himself in the care in the comics for years. No, I know, but like they were like there was even a rumor saying that Ben Affleck is going to be in it. As I know, I saw that. I don't. Know I don't. If I, I don't know if I believe that or not. I I hope it's not. Who knows? I'm, maybe maybe he's like fuck DC, dude. I'm going to go back. <laughs> hey, I why not? You know, they screwed him out of uh, any kind of credit for the Flash movie. Did he screw him out of that, or did he just not want to be on that? I don't know. I feel like he just didn't want to be on that shit. Uh, well, because they kind of treated him like shit, so I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Gene, also, yes, TMNT is on Tubi, which, shout out to Tubi. I actually just watched TMNT one Sunday while cleaning all my bathrooms on my phone the whole time. Nice. I love the first one, dude. Like, I know we had that discussion a few weeks ago about our favorite one, and it's like, little kid me, number two, but, like, adult me, definitely number one. Oh, yeah. I love the first one. I've always, I've always loved the th- first one more. But, um, well, sir, we're at two hours and five minutes. Yeah, I think this I is a good time. Time to wrap that shit up. I would have to agree. So, uh, I'd just like to say that uh, this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying join us next week for Daybreakers, and yeah. uh, it's it's going to be the first time. So, you know, it's going to be fun. Awesome. And I'm your Fluffmaster Screen, Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for tuning in. Thank you for sharing this shit. Thank you for interacting with us man we love you guys hell yeah uh, you are just as much of the fucking show as any of anybody else so uh and then next week we should have steve and bob back full circle so fuck yeah man daybreakers hulu roku check that shit out be back here next week love you gorehounds and remember stay fresh cheese bags love the faces penis Ooh, ooh, that's a dirty